Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, welcome to episode number 58 of the Bender Blend podcast. I am your host, Jordan Bender. Um, just quick note, thanks to the boys in Bunkers for letting me use this song. It's uh, off their new album called To What End. This song is called Equals. Really cool, funky stuff. Um, go check them out on bandcamp.com. Go buy their digital album. It's really good. They're awesome. Um, I love their sound. Very different, very dark, awesome, cool, different. I can't say enough. Anyways, check them out. Thanks, Bunkers. Um, uh, this, Jeez, stumbling over my words here. Uh, so this episode, my guest was Savannah Nicholson. Um, she's a local business owner here. She owns a jewelry business called Anahata Ray. Um, check out her website, anahataray.com. And then follow her on Instagram, anahata underscore ray, R-A-E. And anahata is spelled A-N-A-H-A-T-A. Um, Savannah has a really cool viewpoint on life. Um, we had some deep conversation um, talking about the creative process, all that stuff, inspiration, running your own business. Um, again, we had a very deep conversation and I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, definitely learned a lot about Savannah. Um, and uh, it's crazy. I learned she was only 20. She's only 25 and she seems to be killing it. So. Uh, no excuses, people. Get on your, get off your butt and go do some shit. Anyways, I hope you guys are creating on your own. Um, just work towards it. Collaborate with people. Whatever helps. It's keep you busy. Keep creating. Um, thanks for listening, you guys. I'm, I'm gonna come back with the music munchies uh, later this week. Uh, Gabby and I have got something planned. Anyways, cheers, guys. Thanks for listening. Enjoy this episode. We are recording. Savannah, Perfect. welcome. Hi. Um, now, for people listening, um, today's guest is Savannah Nicholson. Yes. She's the owner of, I'm going to try and say it right, mm-hmm. Anahata Ray. Perfect. Yep. Okay. And that's here in Slow. Um, why don't you give a little background on what you do there and how you yeah. got started and all that, if you don't mind. Yeah. So, Anahata Ray is my jewelry brand. I started it about five years ago just as a hobby. And okay. then within the past three years, it's become like my full-time business. It's awesome. Um, I was really inspired by people starting around 2014-15 when Instagram started becoming more popular. Right. People having businesses. I was really mm-hmm. inspired by that um, and started just like pushing for my own business. Um, and then... It's such a useful platform that Absolutely. people responded and yeah. I was able to grow it into a like fairly functioning and fully sustainable business at this point. And um, I, tr- my, I travel up and down California right now. Um, mm-hmm. My partner's in the Bay Area and so he works there. He's an engineer and then my family's in Sacramento. Um, and then I'm in San Luis Obispo and then my sister's in LA. So I just oh, wow. kind of bounce around. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so that's been really great because I can make jewelry. <laughs> that's Swiper, everybody. He's, he's Hi, contributing. Um, I can make jewelry wherever I am. So oh, that's cool. I've, okay. Yeah. So I just do wire wrapping and like chain assembly. Okay. Um, so I have other artists in the U.S. who like make my charms oh, cool. and where I source my chains from. So I don't need like an actual full-time setup, which right. is really nice. Yeah. It gives me freedom. Um, so I've just kind of like developed this lifestyle for myself and from there like I now have freedom to 
I started my own podcast as well called yeah. the Authentic Soul Podcast. And now I have a studio with my business partner, Danielle Churchill, mm-hmm. um, and that's Sweetie Studios. But Anahata Ray is where it all started. Okay. Yeah. That, okay. Jewelry's my, my job, <laughs> my full-time job. That's yeah. awesome. So you said you started it as a hobby. What were, Did you go to school for anything different or did you just kind of fall into it? Yeah. So I was going know? to school, college full-time um, to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I've always loved kids. I've always been, I've, I've always been creative. I, um, all four years was in like the fashion program, the oh, okay. president of my fashion club gotcha. at high school and stuff. And, okay. um, the year after my first year after high school, I volunteered at an outdoor school and that really like reconnected me to the earth oh, and nice. yeah. just really grounded me down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned about crystals there and just okay. kind of like the, the different properties that they hold and their energetic, um, frequencies and stuff like that. And so I started, I went through a couple of just hard months in my own life and was like collecting crystals and realized like, Oh, I want to wear these. So I started making them for myself and then my family Nice. and then Etsy. It's just, it's crazy what you can do with the internet now. So I just like (laughs) went from friends and family, then to Etsy, then to my, well, and then Instagram Mm -hmm. and then now my own website. So it's just grown very organically. That's Um, awesome. And it's been great with like my age because I don't have this expectation of like, okay, I like I started when I was 20, so I wasn't right. expecting to make like a ton of money at first. So yeah, it's been nice that it can grow kind of with me as I get older. Heck yeah. I mean, that seems like the way you would want something like that to go. Yeah. Yeah. Taking away some of that, you know, I, th- I we know a lot of people that are grinding it out and it's like, yeah, sometimes you got to grind, but I think finding that little like... It's, you know, I've talked to a few people where they have these moments of just like, oh, I'm doing this now and this yeah. is what I should have, should be doing. You yeah. know, it's that. So it seems like you, you found something where it's like you're passionate about and it's blossomed in that. Yeah. That it was seems... a hard decision at first. I mean, yeah. I like while I was going to school, I, I had done, so since I volunteered at an outdoor school, I had chosen to do the community college route and I was at the point of transferring and... Mm-hmm. It was either like take on student loans to get it done or Mm -hmm. like, I know I'm going to want to go back to my own business. So like, why don't I try that now? And that Mm -hmm. conversation with myself and then my family and just the everyone else in the world, I really had to learn how to just not care what people think. And that's a big part of it. It's hard. It's really hard. Um, but I'm really good at that now. not caring what people (laughs) think. (laughs) So it was a huge (laughs) lesson and like, yeah. I'm glad I learned it, but it was painful going through it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But coming out on the other side, there's so much freedom and you're like, whoa, like I can really do whatever I want at this point. Yeah. That's awesome. That's good. I think people need to hear that too. It's, it's hard though. It's hard. Yeah. But it's, it's not an easy decision. Right. And that's, that's key too. I think being successful is like, yeah, if it's easy, like something's, there's a cat, there's yeah. gotta be some kind of catch, but. Whether it's like the conversations you have to have with the people around you mm-hmm. and like for me, I've noticed the past couple, I mean, the past couple of years, but just how much I am attached to like what people think about me mm-hmm. and how at some point, like when you, people are going to be excited for you, but when you surpass them in a way, they start to get like skeptical because you're now bringing things up for them in their life because maybe like they haven't jumped off right. the cliff that high yet. Co- codependency. Right? Yeah. 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 That's, I, I, I feel you there. It's Yeah. So just learning how to just like mm-hmm. be my own cheerleader, even if, I mean, mm-hmm. I have plenty of cheerleaders, but like yeah. really taking on that role of um, <laughs> being 
yeah, just like my own boss has been interesting, but huge lesson. Absolutely. And I mean, learning it young too, it's, you can only go up from there. Yeah. There's probably dips in the valley, obviously, but yeah, stress comes with anything. And I think it seems like you've in this journey of like owning your own business and running it. I'm sure you've dealt with it or like learned different ways of dealing with it. Yeah. Well, I've, I mean, I feel like with 2020, like with this new year, I've really caught myself. Um, I mean, I'm only 25, so. Holy cow. I got some. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a slow learner. I'm a slow grower, slow learner. I've like always been an old soul and it, I wouldn't say it was to my benefit. I mean, it was always to my benefit, but like mm-hmm. growing up, I just couldn't relate to my peers as much. Like mm. I didn't, I just naturally didn't fall into like that. Like I never was like a partier. Sure. Um, I never like pushed the boundaries. I just kind of like <laughs> knew already. Yeah. Like I don't need to learn those. Le- I mean, yeah. not to sound big headed, but also another thing is like right. I physically can't drink. I get oh, well, sick. Okay. Well, so I, the that, universe was like, you don't even have to learn this lesson. Like right. <laughs> you're just gonna nice. surpass it. Yeah. So in that way, <laughs> I was kind of I couldn't really relate to a lot of my peers from like 18 to 22 ish because yeah. everyone's just hyper like we have so much freedom and like mm-hmm. let's just freaking drink all the time which is great yeah. like i get it yeah get it out of your system while but you can. that's kind of where i turn to like my hobbies mm. or like jewelry so now i'm realizing like during i had a like a lot of nights and like free time of just like grinding on like a skill rather than mm-hmm. but now i'm like really trying to carve out time to enjoy my 20s i'm like realizing like my my early 20s or i mean i'm still 25 i know that but they're not what they were and like so i'm just trying to really stay present and not like try and force anything to grow faster than it needs to because i have the rest of my life to figure it out but i definitely like had my head down and was just grinding it out for like three years yeah um, which is kind of necessary. And yeah, then I feel like I've kind like of it. earned this <laughs> grace period to yeah. just figure out what I want to do next. And seems like it. I enjoy my that... life. Go to a couple festivals. I don't know. <laughs> Fest- yeah. So it's funny. You answered one of my little questions about mm-hmm. like, how do you, you know, your other outlets or it seems like, you know, creative people, um, we get, as my buddy Clint likes to say, what happens when your cup's full? Yeah. And it's like, you can't force that creativity anymore. You almost need to like some other outlet to be like, okay, I need to kind of re- hit reset a little bit yeah. and get that inspiration back. Cause I go through that all the time with drawing and music stuff or anything, you know, in my own little creative world, I get, you know, it's like, okay. Burnt out. Yeah. It's like, ah, uh, so, you know, that's why, um, my good friend, Eamon, and Audrey, we started doing Saturday art days of just mm-hmm. kind of like, even if you don't feel like it, you should show up and just doodle. Like, you know, you have to do, you know, you don't have to bust out an awesome piece. Just like, just show up and write mm-hmm. or, you know, and that's actually brought some good like accountability on myself. Yeah. And I'm starting to do one over at Broad Street Pub is art night on Wednesdays. And it's like, just having that scene, because it's one of those things like I, I weirdly do better create creative wise when I'm around other people doing mm-hmm. creative things like me myself and I like yeah sometimes I can throw on music and I can get in the zone and just sketch or draw or whatever but I hit a point of it, it's to me it's kind of like similar like when you're playing an instrument it's like 
okay, I played that little riff like five times. It'd be really kind of fun to jam with someone mm-hmm. now. So it's that collaboration. And I can totally relate. Like with Sweet E Studios in Danielle, she's like I said, my business partner. She mm-hmm. um, is the creator of Radical Souls Collective, yeah. which is like an interior wall hanging <clears throat> also Instagram business is how, how she's like grown her business. Um, and we met kismically one day, like when I had, I had first moved back to San, I'd lived here in my late, late teen years and moved back to Sacramento where I'm from. And mm-hmm. when I moved back, I had met her like seven months after moving back and just really grounding down and realizing like, I want to do jewelry full time. Yeah. And she walked into a pop-up that I was doing, um, selling my jewelry and, we were both, we knew who the other person was, which mm-hmm. is really weird because um, just Instagram, just how yeah, you can like right. know you, someone. You, right. But, yeah, but we had the same level infatuation for each other. And like, it's rare to meet someone who's like gung ho and can look you in the face and be like, I'm running a business off Instagram and like doing right. it daily. But she gets me on that level, like yeah. gets my level of quote unquote crazy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and how like you can believe in yourself that much to make it happen kind of. Yeah. Which has always been hard for me to like find someone my age who's like willing to just like jump mm-hmm. off the cliff with me. Yeah. And so when I found her, I was like, yes. Like, like you nice. said, someone to like mm-hmm. my band kind of yeah, like someone to play with. Now. Slash, yeah. Your jam buddy. It's... Yeah. So now when we come together for the first two years, that space was purely like us working on our separate projects, but just mm-hmm. in the same place, which was just yeah. nice. And so if I was creating like a necklace or something, I could be like, what do you think of this design? And yeah. like bounce it off of her and vice versa. Um, now it's evolved into something like completely different, but it was just initially like that's what we were craving from each other so i can totally relate that's cool yeah Yeah, it's a nice feeling when you kind of find that and that's not to say you know your alone art is not any better or worse it's just i found that for me like working Mm -hmm. around other people doing that's something creative is like when my like i said when my motivation's low it's like Mm -hmm. ah hey we're doing art okay yep if nothing else, I'll just show up and hang out and talk. Mm-hmm. And if nothing happens, that I think maybe you can relate is not, you know, you grind when you have to grind, especially if it's your business, mm-hmm. but also knowing when to like back off so you don't burn yourself out about yeah. on something you love doing. You know, it's a whole like, I'm doing something creative every day. And mm-hmm. as soon as that becomes like a chore, it's like, okay, maybe you need to. Mm-hmm. back off and go find your other outlets you said nature yeah seems like getting out in nature might be a good way to just yeah literally ground yourself lay on the ground and just kind of like okay yeah so i'm very into like the spiritual archetypes and um if you're familiar with ayurvedic like the doshas which is like kind of yeah so i'm very peripheral knowledge it's of like that. yeah so <laughs> earth fire okay. and air like the three main signs um, and you kind of fall, you're mentally you fall under one or some, and then physically as well. And mentally and physically, I'm all air and fire. So I'm just mm. like, I, and in my Zodiac, I'm all air and fire. So grounding is like very important for okay. me because I will live in the ethers and just oh, like, I, see. I won't come down. <laughs> and yeah. so that's why it's, uh, meeting my part, my boyfriend has been like extremely beneficial because, so he has a a cabin in Nevada city and oh, cool. at least once a month mm-hmm. you like you kind of similar to what you said like even if I'm just like attached to the um 
to my phone, honestly, because like yeah. my businesses are run off social media. Yeah. Um, I like to connect with people through the internet. Um, I like that kind of platforming connection, mm-hmm. but he really is just, like, there's no service up there. So if we go up there for like four days, I'm literally like splitting wood and stacking wood and Heck going yeah. on hikes and like awesome. <laughs> very primitive, <laughs> like raking leaves. But I'm very aware that like, this is what I'm going to do for the next four days. And then I'm going to be like recharge my batteries basically. Yeah. And then I'm going to have so much more to give back because I've tried doing like mm-hmm. just fully letting myself float and create and create and create, which is really great. But a lot of it doesn't like have time to ground down or like I don't have time to ground down. And then sure. whatever happens from there, I just kind of get a little floaty. Like I said, literally yeah. it's like a cloud floating off and to the sky feather in the wind <laughs> yeah i think i think we all can feel like that and that's you know and you're like i said you're way ahead of the the curve here because i it's taken me a long time to figure out that being creative and like finding a balance is my mm-hmm. whole thing and my i turned 35 i'm 35 now mm-hmm. so it's like okay and i'm i feel that weird like hmm like what what's starting to be really important to me mm-hmm. you know and especially in the creative space of just like, well, let's, let's keep pushing through. Cause you know, it's good for you. Yeah. And doing the podcast has been a huge help because it's mm-hmm. talking with other creative people. And like that, that right there is like, I can almost check that box for the week of like, I just sat down with somebody and had a cool conversation yeah. about this. And it's like, I'm not going to feel guilty if I didn't draw, you know, yeah. I, mean, I didn't sit down and paint or something. I'm like, the level okay. of self-growth for you is there, like no matter what. And you're forced to be creative with every episode, which that's, is, yeah. That's right. And yeah. and I'm sure, what are you, 10 episodes in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, but you've got that momentum now. 10, 10 is a big number. And then you'll. I hope for you, it, you've got the momentum and feel that. Yeah, it's starting to click. I'm, <laughs> I started with like Monday being my launch day. And then mm-hmm. now it's Tuesday. Now it's Wednesday. I'm so I'm still really having to I'm a very like similar to me saying like I'm very floaty. I'm very much in my feminine a lot of the time. So like schedules can be hard for me. Um, and that's what I'm learning how to like hone in on now is like time management. Mm-hmm. Um, because with the podcast, it's like people are mm-hmm. expecting it. And then sure. also like if I don't present it to them, they're just going to go somewhere else. So it's just learning. Yeah. And then, but also giving myself grace. And it's like, if it doesn't flow, then I'm not going to force it because that's right. kind of my whole MO is like, st- everyone needs to stop forcing everything. <laughs> we all need to, do- whatever feels right. That's what we should be doing. That's, so that's right. Um, it's been interesting. I mean, I, it's been such a interesting and fun journey with the podcast mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm so excited to see where it's going to go. Each episode, I can tell my interviewing is getting better. Yeah. Um, it'll, yep. Hearing myself in the first couple, I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Stop talking. Stop saying, um, stop like agreeing, like all these things, but it's, it's good. <laughs> yeah. It is it, similar. And mm-hmm. I don't know if, and frequency is big for me like i i we take breaks like Mm -hmm. i take i took it's almost been a month probably since we've done the last one and that and again that's my own it's not even a fear of just like oh no what am i going to talk it's just a matter of nailing it down and you know getting it getting it out there and also like my getting over the fear of reaching out to people i've never met Mm -hmm. really or just being like oh i kind of like you know i'm bands on instagram local bands or local and i'm just like hey 
Yeah. You don't know me, but like I do a podcast. Would you come talk about whatever? Mm-hmm. Like it's not an interview so much. It sometimes it is a little bit, but and so that getting over that fear is because it's the whole like oh, it, it's releasing your thing out yeah. out to other people and be like oh will they like it it's like well i compare it to dating like <laughs> like yeah. whenever like that's like that's the feeling good... yeah and there's plenty of people <laughs> where i like they feel like my peers so i don't mm-hmm. feel like nervous asking them maybe like a little like excited like i wonder what they're gonna say but if they say no like i get it but yeah. then there's some people that there's been it's interesting there's one girl that i she's inspired basically my whole business all my businesses mm-hmm. um and i've recorded twice with her and both of the recordings have fucked up both times and i oh, was like no. but it's interesting because it's forced me to like build a mm. relationship with her because yeah. now i'm going to record a third time with her but now we like know each other but before that i had looked up like so it's this weird just path that I so you know the two times I was like basically in tears because the recording didn't work out and I was yeah. like but she's like my everything so it right. has to work oh man but then you know by the third <laughs> time I'm like oh but look at this like we're yeah. kind of friends now because that, yeah. it didn't work out the first two times awesome so it's funny how it always works out and then also like the people who don't want to be on it I'm learn I'm realizing like mm-hmm. honestly I probably don't want them on my podcast anyway <laughs> that's right yeah but, you so, know, and that's I feel you there um and I don't know if you've really, it's one of those, because it, everybody has, it's like, I don't, I got over that a long time ago when I started it. It was just like, oh, you have a podcast? So does that, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but I'm, it's, it's initially for me and who knows where it goes. And that's yeah. the exciting thing. But the other thing too is, um, you know, people are always like, well, what's it about? And it's that, I don't know. It, if, if, I guess if you're, if you want to get like, it's one of those things like I want this to grow, but so people are like, well, what's yours about? And I'm like, well, about creativity is mm-hmm. the, the big umbrella that we all yeah. sit. And then anything that falls underneath that. But I wonder if you, it seems like you've got kind of a pretty specific. It's so. Or, or maybe not. No. Yeah. Most things that I do at this point are fairly, the word that's coming to mind. See, this is kind of, it's channeled. Like I okay. really, I don't mm-hmm. choose a lot of the things like. The name of my podcast I came up with, like, I had done a um, healing session with a woman in Pittsburgh, and I was flying back, and I knew I wanted to do a podcast. It just kind Mm -hmm. of, like, it was just this drop into my head, um, seed planted, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. and I was, and and that's, that's the point where people turn away, usually. That's when people are like, I'm not the person to do this. I'm not good enough. Who am I to think about this idea? Sure. And I know better at this point and um, because really it just torments with you until you actually do it. So I just know like, oh shit, I had this idea. Okay, great. Like, it's kind of like, oh fuck, I have to start a podcast now. Like, cool. I mean, I'm excited, but also like, yeah, this is my normal that I'm, it just plops in my head and I'm like, okay, here we go. And so I was on a plane. It's just how I think. I'm like, oh, I'm like in the sky. I'm closer to, that's just how I think. I'm like floating in the ethers. Like ideals will drop in quicker if I'm. Oh, that's doing cool. this in a plane that's kind of cool that's a cool way to, that's like just that. how my brain works yeah. i'm very hyper spiritual and um so authentic soul like mm-hmm. i just was writing a list of first i wrote a list of the people i want to interview and yeah. then i wrote a list of what do all these people have in common and they were all just mm-hmm. like highly authentic mm-hmm. and 
I am realizing like I just I see souls I don't see humans I mean I do but I see past their human likeness um and so that's why I just like circled authentic circled souls also authentic soul and I like and it's the same thing with Anahata Ray. I didn't choose that it was mm-hmm. like it was on a th- Anahata is the um Sanskrit word for heart chakra mm-hmm. unbroken un unbeaten oh, i don't i don't know mm-hmm. um oh interesting um i i, I looked it up oh I did, you did, I did oh, a little okay. research because i was like <laughs> I, I was like i know i i don't know what ray is is that mm-hmm. that's my middle name oh okay so that was my yeah okay so and that was also it's my my grandmother's name my dad's mom who i never met she was she passed away before i was born so i have mm-hmm. a huge connection to her and then also my uncle's name is ray so it was just kind of my um little Tribute. homage to my family sure. and like where who i came from basically um right. so i'm all about giving and receiving love and like mm-hmm. strengthening the heart chakra of like collective consciousness and yeah that's kind of my mission so anyway that's where authentic soul the name came from and all of my guests um there has been like a spiritual tie to it um mm-hmm. but i think that's because i'm hosting it so those are the questions i'm curious about and then the people who I've had on, um, people that I've had moments of like intense um, sparks of like like past lives feelings, oh, wow. <laughs> like when I'm like, oh, because really? hmm. I'll meet some people and like, boom, it's like you just like sink in, connect, mm. and like if they can speak on that level of language with me, I'm like, oh, like this is the person who I can talk to about like channeling Palladians with, and like chakras and like energy and crystals and they're not going to look at me like i'm crazy um (laughs) and that's really what i've wanted to like start sharing with the world more because i just with everything going on with society and the environment i'm just like this is freaking do or die so like i gotta get out there and like start sharing my voice because yeah there's too many fucked up voices being shared right now absolutely so anyway (laughs) no that's that's um that's why you're here too is because i was curious i'm and something that's been good for me is trying to be more open-minded. Yeah. Um, I think that's good for everybody. That's mm-hmm. duh. That's a duh moment, but it's also like, yeah, let's... let's but actually tr- people don't have that thought. But yeah. try, like try. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's that's been part of this too is, you know, I might not agree or believe everybody's thing, but it's also mm-hmm. like, I also don't know. My favorite answer when somebody, and this is, I'm not the first person to say this, but it's it's something that sticks with me is when people are like, what do you believe then? It's like, or what is that? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm good with that. Like, yeah, I'll, I'm open to hearing about anything and everything and just, and experience is a big thing too. Mm-hmm. It's when you experience something, you can't, that's not just a, it's like, you can't oh, I describe believe, it. Yeah. Right. It's like, so you that's kind of, it. yeah. I, I feel, I feel you on the whole, like, I'm not as, I, I I don't know if I'm as spiritual as you. I would mm-hmm. say, um, because uh, number one, I'm I think I'm a little too cynical right now, mm-hmm. and that's right now. And I'm not. I don't. I hope I'm not like this always. But it's I've had some moments where I'm just like step back and be like, all right, that's a little cynical. And if you're gonna grow and you want to find growth and balance, it's like you got to be a little le- like confront that side of you mm-hmm. and say, why am I why am I objecting to that? Mm-hmm. Like, is that because it's makes me uncomfortable? Okay. And then you kind of dig deep. It's that self-reflection and mm-hmm. analysis when you, something like 
my good friend Prio says, he's like, challenge those negative thoughts and really like dig deep. Why? Yeah. Why am I? Ask the question. Why are you mad about that? Why are you jealous? Right. Mm -hmm. That's a huge one. Yeah. Yeah. Jealousies. For me, at least. Oh, really? Because I find myself comparing what I'm doing to other people. And that's that's what's crazy. That that is why I've created everything I've created at 25. Hmm. It stems from a lot of like willpower and like bravery and courage, but also it stems from a lot of comparison and a lot of feeling like I need to be somewhere sure. before I need to. And hmm. just like, so and that's been something I've under like been understanding with myself the past year of just kind of looking at myself, giving myself grace always. And then just like, why do you, why do you think you need to do all this? Like hmm. so quickly, what are you r- rushing for? Yeah. Um, and why are you not good enough as you are right now? And like, that's really what I've been sitting with is like, what if you just show up fully as yourself every day? And what if life like comes to you? Like, what if you don't have to go out and force it, you know? Yeah. But that includes the self-reflection, the growth, the evolution. You can't just be stagnant, you know? Right. Well, I'm learning that. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's, that's an ongoing lesson. I don't, I like to think that nobody's ever finished yeah i've never met someone that's just done being like growing it's like no that i don't know if there's ever there's such a thing and well the more i learn the more i realize i don't know that's what it's coming down Mm -hmm. to it's like the more i learn and open up to about like consciousness and the universe and spirituality the more i'm like whoa like we have no clue what's going Mm -hmm. on and we're all like writing this narrative because we think it's comforting sure and to get through it think, yeah but in reality like yeah you are not you like you think mm-hmm. you are you think you're going to be you forever <laughs> oh no 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 yeah and as scary as that can be once you get past like the fear and the yeah the scariness of it mm-hmm. all like all my life becomes is like okay like savannah's only going to be here for an x amount of years she better get to work like mm-hmm. she better do all the things she wants to do because like and again with my beliefs it's like if I don't, if I'm not going to keep evolving and growing and change, I mean, changing for the good and like necessarily, then I'm just going to end up like in the back, back in the same patterns again, Mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. Um, and like karmic cycles. So I'm just all about like growth and evolution and like understanding and like Mm -hmm. trying to come from like the most difficult situations from a place of love. And I think that's kind of like, for me, in my perspective, I think that's why spiritually why society and the globe is going through such like harsh contrast is because like i mean as woo woo spiritual it is as it is but like we need to wake up and Mm -hmm. if your version of waking up is panic attacks and and anxiety and depression which it was for me um that's still super valid and like uh whatever you're going through is like that's real so like don't Mm -hmm. think that you're alone and don't think that you know you're just something's wrong with you it's like you know you're like a a meter to show the planet that things are not okay yeah um and that's what that's what i feel like i am like i'm just hypersensitive Mm -hmm. in all aspects hence like why i can't handle alcohol but um that that it took me a long time to understand that my sensitivity was like where my power came from sure it's a benefit yeah, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of us are just like waking up to our sensitivities, mm-hmm. and un- and especially like, you know, I feel like men aren't 
you know, supposed to talk about these things as much. (laughs) (laughs) And um, self-care is like a very like women-centric topic right now. But like even like when I go home, I'm like talking to my dad about just just like Mm -hmm. different things and like meditating and eating plant-based and just like taking care of your body um, and like your vessel and how important that is and how like we just neglect these things because for the sake of society, for the sake of our jobs, for the sake of keeping up and yeah, no, I it's interesting. Absolutely. That and it's we're not given. I mean, we're in a system, too, where it's hard to stay on top of that. Mm-hmm. The you know like I, we're everybody's got their little thing that's like, or maybe five things that they're like I wish I didn't do this so much yeah. and it's you know, the self care thing for me is, I just like feeling better like okay I because I I definitely have anxiety yeah and it's and I overthink and I don't sleep very well so I'm mm-hmm. like well let's work on that like let's I, and maybe one of these days I'll get and I'll talk to the right person that can kind of. Cause I've never been to therapy. Yeah. I'm pretty stubborn. I'm like, yeah. maybe I can solve it on my own. Which I think you, I mean, you're talking to the right person because I think you can. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like, I, I think I, but at the same time I'm open to like, well, maybe I should, but mm-hmm. it's one of those things of like, I think I, when I was younger, I, I didn't recognize that cause it, and again, maybe the age thing, but it's not that it's just like life moves and we're in this system of like, go to work and grind it out. And it's like, yeah, no wonder we're all. Anxious. Having anxious and like, oh, I'm depressed. I'm like, yeah, it's it's pretty depressing. Or also, when was the last time you like didn't have anything on? Not you. I'm just saying in general when people are like in those moments. Because mm-hmm. when I catch myself, my mind's racing. I'm like, oh yeah, you were on your phone all day. Mm-hmm. Or like, just ha- okay. The word that comes to mind is overstimulation. Like, like right. And so that's also why I go back to nature and like force myself to unplug because I know what can happen when I don't. Mm-hmm. And that turns into panic for me, which yeah. is like irrational fears. And um, I I know what my bad looks like. So I just know not to let myself get there, basically. But that's all, like, again, through learning, yeah. through experience, yeah. through going to foreign countries and having panic. Like, just insane things yeah, that like, I shouldn't have oh, had to put myself through. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just because I didn't know. I wasn't emotionally intelligent at the time. And so for the past five years, I've really been just growing my own insight on like, what does it mean when my body's reacting this way? Like, sure. what is it? What is my, what is my mind telling yeah. my body? Like, mm-hmm. and just learning myself basically. Yeah. The, the <laughs> introspective, like, and, and I think, and maybe I'm not, this is, I'm not trying to pretend like I know, but I would venture guess that it seems like a lot of people might shy away from diving into mm-hmm. that introspection because it's kind of un- it's very uncomfortable. Well, it has to come out, right? Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of like spiritual teachings, like they talk about it being like a emotional pus, kind of like hmm. you have like a like bean bags inside of you, or like yeah. it, it. It's just weighted downness, and so or like think of when you're sick and you need to throw up, like it has to come out, and so yeah. a lot of like that makes sense. Um, Expel it. Yeah, and spiritual like plant medicine trips like things like that like you often need to vomit or defecate whatever to get it out of you yeah um and i've heard of like a lot of like more more emotionally clean people or like healthy people Mm -hmm. um when they go into those experiences they don't have like the extreme vomiting oh i Um, must be lucky maybe i'm clean then because or you just process yeah and and (laughs) that's funny so i was gonna bring it up Mm mm-hmm 
because um, I'm a fan of psychedelics. Yeah. And I've never had a bad trip. And that's... Oh, wow. Um, and I've, It's I've, a blessing. <laughs> I Totally. It feels like, because everybody has... I think I've... It seems like I... Sh- and I've had moments where I could see where it could have turned mm-hmm. bad. But something I told myself... Because I used to be terrified of drugs when I was yeah. like, I, I smoked weed when I was young, like in high school, like pretty young, like 14, 15 mm-hmm. and drank, you know, so I got that. But for whatever reason, like mushrooms and acid were always like, that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. And then in my thirties, I did it for the first time. And then I was like, there's no looking back. Like I had the moment of just like, whoa, hmm, mm-hmm. that's a different way of feeling and thinking. Yeah. And that was all right. And then going into it the next couple times or however many times I'm it's like I've done it enough now where it's always just like that mo there is that moment where it's like are you you're gonna get uncomfortable it's like yeah and that's okay because mm-hmm. that's what it's, it's supposed to do right now mm-hmm. and I the dumb thing I say is just say yes to the dress like mm-hmm. that whole like mm-hmm. th- here we go yep just say yes. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's fine. Because, yeah, yeah it, and it unlocks that kind of, you know, the the whole ego death thing. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know if I've experienced it that, or maybe it wasn't, it didn't feel that dramatic, but it was definitely like moments of just, okay, well, that's something to think about now in my daily life when I'm not using yeah. this thing to open up my, you know, psyche, psyche yeah. a little bit, but good lessons yeah i've been in there and it's just like i mean even just the the feeling of like immense joy and connection and love as silly as that sounds like to feel that level of love like that's really what mushrooms like what i take away from every time is like (laughs) i just it's you're just i mean i've only hmm, used them three times but Mm -hmm. each time has been profound and like definitely what i needed at that moment but the first time was not good it was not good really um Hmm. i am a very uh, i don't talk about them often because i don't i don't um some some whatever whatever people want to do recreationally is up to them right but i feel like sometimes you can do more harm than good recreationally absolutely because it's the respect level isn't there Mm -hmm. um mushrooms at a festival sounds like hell to me yeah because you just sink into the ground yeah um you become one with the earth you i feel like a lot of universal truths are being downloaded (laughs) into your body and you can't you can't translate it properly um and i have had an experience very low dose but I was just listening to the artist yesterday for the first time. Like I couldn't even listen to you know, Troy Boy if you know who that. I don't. He's kind of like a demon. It's not, it's not demonic in a bad way. Like when you're <laughs> sober, it's fun to get down to. But when okay. you're in, not in your full self, it can take over. Yeah. And th- that's not healthy. I don't you know necessarily. So right. Um, it's been interesting, like w- watching myself kind of learn my limits through experience. Um, mm. And also, like, I think it's huge to learn through other people's experience. So, if like you have conversations with people, like, learn from other people's bad, not you necessarily, but it sounds yeah. like you haven't had one. Right. But learn from other people's bad experiences. And, like, I, I in all aspects, not just drugs, but I feel like in all aspects oh, yeah. of the world or whatever, yeah. it's just like, no like set it up the right way and so i just try and really hone that in whether it's with like and i also don't want to talk poorly about them because i wouldn't be who i am if i 
ever, you know, if I never used mushrooms. Um, And the first two times were super respectful, but I took two. I didn't know how sensitive of a being I was because I didn't drink. I didn't smoke weed at that point. I didn't. I I was super clean, which was great and how I should have been in my adolescent. And then I came out of that and took the amount of mushrooms that a normal man would take. And <laughs> I, I'm tall, all of that, but just, oh my gosh, just yeah. knowing my body now, like I, I take half or fourths of like what people usually like, right. if I'm ever going to be practicing medicine. And um, so that just was a really intense, I, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, really dark. Um, I came out of it was probably I haven't talked about this publicly, so that's why I keep pausing. Oh, you, like, <laughs> we, you, you know, no, but the thing we, is, is I like to share because okay. people relate, and I know what it's like to be in that place of mm-hmm. having shame around something, and I don't even want to have shame around it myself because, right. like I said, I give myself grace. I was 18 years old. Yeah. I there is not the proper education around these things, so I'd rather share my story and not have it happen to someone else. You know. Yeah. Um, but I was with a friend and we were in nature and everything was great. But basically it was just too intense for my psyche. And mm. I experienced myself myself and everyone around me die, mm. um, which is a universal truth. Like I said, it's, but I couldn't handle it at the time because right. it, it wasn't set up the right way for me. Yeah. Um, and so the, and basically, I didn't really have much to take away from it, but I just knew it wasn't good. And the thing is, I took it, it was me and a friend and we weren't with anyone else who had experienced it. And so I think it's Mm. key to have, at least in my experience, having someone else there, if you don't feel mentally prepared to like walk you through it, act as your guide, your shaman, whatever you need, guru. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the second time I had, yeah, it, it was way better. It was much more, there was more ceremony around it and that's what I really realized how like out of touch our society is from like the respect and like the ceremony mm-hmm. around everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, and definitely the, I would add to the whole, like the set and setting is crucial and I've done acid and gone out and been yeah. social and it's like, Oh, and acid's so different than it, mushrooms. Right. <laughs> it is. Acid's to me, at least the stuff that I've ever had, it's, there's always a little bit of speediness to it. Mm-hmm. So it's a little more like social. Mm-hmm. I've done mushrooms Brighter. three three times mm-hmm. now. And it's mushrooms for me is more just like, I definitely like, you know, it, well, it's funny because I've talked about it enough on the podcast mm-hmm. where like, sorry, my mom knows. I'm not sorry. Um, Isn't that, in, but that's, that's what I'm saying with the shame around it. It's like, so, yeah. yeah. And I, that comes from the culture is not great yeah. for the advocation of like legal. It's like, you know, use it with respect because one of my favorite dudes, Paul Stamets, I don't know if you know that mm-hmm. guy. He's a famous mycologist. Um, He's yeah, check him out. Paul St- I'll write his mm-hmm. name down. I'll show you. But he's he's his whole thing. He's like, he's got like a DEA license to like test stuff. Yeah. He's like, I don't provide nature does. I'm like, that's a great saying. Yeah. But his whole thing is he's like, I don't. It's not a party drug. Exactly. It. He's like, it's, it should be used. And I'm like, I agree. I've taken it in a party setting, and it's not as it's not. Some people like it, and that's what I'm saying. Right. To each it's, their own. It's, yeah. it's so individual, and I guess for me, my experience was like I can handle both, but I prefer the 
go sit up in in the trees because I grew up in Colorado and like mm-hmm. we I I was at, the first time I did acid I was up in the woods and it was middle of winter and we snowshoed up to a cabin and I was by everybody was kind of inside doing their thing yeah and I hit the wave and I was just like sitting out there like oh whoa the whoa the tree you know the whole yeah whoop de woo moment of like uh looks like the trees are breathing like mm-hmm. in and out and I was kind of like, having that like oh. Well, this is that, okay, it's working now because yeah. I don't feel it's, it was a connectedness to like, oh, everything's everything. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that it was a kind of a cool lesson to take away. And I was like, this definitely for me is not a take this and go party. Mm-hmm. Like this is a take this and because I overthink anyways. And I'm like, this is good because it kind of slows everything down and sorts it out into perspective. Just like what, what's mm-hmm. this all about? Breaks it down. Breaks it down in a way that I'm not um, critical either of myself. Of mm-hmm. like, why are you thinking that? It's like, well, that's a thought. Yeah. Interesting. It takes all the barriers away. Yeah. I was and, talking to someone yesterday about how she she's very into like similar things that we're ta- we're talking about and has done a lot of exploring with plant medicine and um, ayahuasca and just mm. going to certain different levels and. Um, She's now trying to reach all of those states of being through breath work, which is just mm. like, and that's the, that's, that's the cool. goal. I feel like that, wow. at least for, I mean, me eventually, um, I don't have as much time in my day to like sit down and just practice meditating, but like, yeah. that's really like what, when people are like meditate, like meditate, like that's what we're all trying to achieve is to, to have that much just like yeah, universal knowing, like how you're like, oh, like mm-hmm. everything is everything. But right now... <laughs> Yeah. Medicine is the way to do that because, like I said, we're so overstimulated. We right. have all these societal constructs built up, <clears throat> and to unlearn those things, sometimes it's like as simple as watching the trees breathe, and you're like, "Oh wait, I'm yeah. made up of the same things that's made up of." Yeah. But for some reason, we're so disconnected from that idea. <laughs> yeah, it's it's strange, and the meditation thing is, I think it there's enough conversation out there now that it's starting to make that because. It can be intimidating. I, I yeah. get it. People are like, I can't. And it's like, anybody can meditate. It's just like my meditation might not, is definitely not going to look like your meditation yeah. and so on and so forth. It's like my meditation sometimes is a minute of me just literally just breathing and thinking one word, you know, the whole, honestly for me, mantras work, even if mm-hmm. it's my own mantra and not nothing like in, and in, in a different language. Yeah. Except maybe I make it up, or but it's like even just like a word. I relate to that so much. Where yeah. it's just like I could just say that word of like, you know, like positive. Mm-hmm. Just say positive at, every on. time you breathe in and out, and it's like, oh, I just meditated, mm-hmm. and it's just it can be as simple as that. And I think that taking that stigma away of like it's it's just like yeah, just try, just try. And for me, like I. I mean, I do force myself to ground. Like, I think that's really important for me to just like stop. Um, but also knowing knowing yourself and knowing that if it's hard for you, don't force yourself to do it. Like you said, like a walking meditation yeah. is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, go on a walk without your phone and yeah. like count your steps. That's there fully that's yeah. fully a meditation. Yeah. Or dance. Like the amount of times that I just dance and I'm not thinking and like mm-hmm. that may like it me telling you to dance like how uncomfortable does that make you feel right now you know what i mean i love dancing okay well maybe so. <laughs> not you but most but people else, yeah. they may be like <gasps> but like yeah. that feeling you should like you should just be able to start flowing you yeah. know what i mean let it go um and then eventually like 
my whole thing is I don't I don't have time to sit down for an hour a day. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't have time to do breath work and meditation right now. So like I honestly try and treat my life like a walking meditation, like my whole life. Mm-hmm. So it, like you said, it's going to look completely different for everyone. But I think everyone has this like construct of like meditating is like sitting down in your closet and like not talking to anyone <laughs> and like, yeah. you know, and like not thinking anything. But mm-hmm. my mantra recently has been everything is working out best case scenario. And I just like will sing that to myself, like everything is working out best case scenario. And I'm just mm-hmm. like going on and on, like when it comes to political shit, when it's coming to environmental shit, mm-hmm. as wackadoodle crazy as it feels, it gets me through those moments of like panic because yeah. I start to panic and then I start to, and I know it's irrational because those things aren't happening even close to near me. So my, mm-hmm. my, life is not in danger in this moment so i should not be panicking so i revert to the mantras right and like i said go back to like a walking kind of meditation yeah well and i mean on on to that point of we're so um, imagine when we didn't have that information yeah i don't know if we were we're i think human beings were just built for stress oh and in 1920s i would have been one of those like hysterical wives <laughs> that would have been me she's got hysteria uh, yeah that would have been me <laughs> just crying every day like trapped in a house like oh yeah i yeah <laughs> no that would not have worked for me and it maybe who knows in my past life who knows that maybe was me right and maybe that's why i'm so passionate and like making sensitive people shine you know what i mean mm-hmm. and help them understand their power but yeah it's really interesting how the viewpoints have shifted with society in the past hundred years yeah it's crazy it, and like you said the word is perfect it's overstimulated it's so how and we're in a new phase of figuring out how to deal with all this shit especially being creative people it's like we know that that's good for us okay we got that we, we'll check that off now write the list out of like okay all the creative people, not maybe that's a blanket statement, mm-hmm. but most creative people I know have a certain level of anxiety yeah. that can help them for sure. Like it helps me. It pushes you. It pushes yeah. me to like get the podcast out. Yeah. Hey, get guests on. Let's go keep it. Because I'll get. Because you're not just chilling it, all the time. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes my anxiety worse if I'm not doing that. But at the same time, it's like, well, okay, taking in all this, like I'm, I'm the same way. I'm over i am sensitive and some of my friends might they're like what you have because stoicism is not something that i actively try and practice yeah. but it's sometimes i just i won't say anything because i'm like i don't know even know what to say i'm taking everything in and just being and people are like well you're all man you look so serious i'm like there's a lot of serious <laughs> shit going on and i'm trying to process it so in a way that if it comes like when i express something about it it's not going to sound like whoa i never it's like all right let's let's turn this out how can i break it down digestibly yeah right so they can understand it yeah because it's 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 like yeah we should all be a little worried about a lot of things but not in a shitty way Mm -hmm. of just like oh my god you run for your lives but it's like you guys should be thinking about that a little bit like Mm -hmm. take in something yeah being aware is huge yeah 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 um Really, I mean, as, uh, what's the word, conspiracy theorist as I sound, like the news is just like, I mean, I sound very dramatic, but like the devil to me, like I, like it, it will, it'll take me down so quickly. If it's on for an hour and Mm -hmm. I'm in the same room as it, I will feel my heart rate go up. I will feel 
but that's the thing i'm like hyper aware of my body most mm-hmm. people will just like sit and that's normal and then they're just like in this heightened state of anxiety for the rest of the day hmm. but i'm just like oh my god like this is this is societal programming like we are being programmed to feel like this at all times and as extreme as my thoughts may be i don't really give a fuck but like i think it's it's to keep us from standing in our power. It's to keep us from like actually being autonomous beings and being like, you know what? Fuck you. Like that's mm-hmm. fucked up because if I'm anxiety ridden, I don't have the courage to say that. Yeah. Well, fear is definitely the most powerful human. It's that whole like, how do people get where they are when they're shitty? It's because they scare people. They yeah. say they they have those buzz and I'll be careful here because I'm not. I try not to be political on the podcast. Oh, um, no, no, it's fine. It's not even that. It's and we're not. But it really ties into the whole like feeding our. I'm really not political. I'm just like I want to be a good person, you know. Absolutely, and <laughs> and I don't think you're alone in saying like it because it it is kind of that way of it feels programmed and it is. Well, it if, is. If you're if you're taking in everything. Take in all sides, it you know, left, right, middle, whatever. It's like if you're listening, if you're paying attention, it should be worrisome on all fronts. Oh, yeah. And it's, and you're right of like feeling that like, oh my God, this like, hey, can we just shut? And, and here's, I try not to, I, I'm a, I'm guilty. I seek out news and not in a way of like i need to stay informed it's more just like what what is what's the pattern now what's this week's who's who's got their little and then just and it's not it's it's bad for me because i'm like i understand you're human but i also want to i'm like what is happening you're curious yeah it's and in in the same way that i'm obsessed with uh, reality tv like i love me some like bravo like the real housewives like some trash <laughs> trash television i like it and i will admit it yeah, and that's whatever it's but, fun and for my well like my boyfriend he is hyper saturated in news all the, i don't know why my eyes are watering uh with um it's viper <laughs> oh he makes maybe. anybody cry okay yeah he's so sweet or allergies or allergies sorry <laughs> um well, that may be it um but anyway, he can handle it. He can yeah. he can hear it. He can keep up with it. And it's like entertainment for him in the same way that like mm. other shit is entertainment for me. So it's just like knowing who well, you are. And <clears throat> excuse me, to that point of it's entertainment, maybe that's part of the problem too is the way it's being consumed is entertainment rather than like it should. And again, I'll, I'll, I'll watch. I'll steer this ship back into our mm-hmm. spiritual creativity. Con- but this is you know it's what's happening now in this conversation is um holy shit don't lose my thread (laughs) so the whole entertainment aspect it's like maybe that's why we don't what was it uh where did i just see something like a over a couple hundred thousand kids went to go meditate in public Mm, yeah somewhere in a foreign country and it's like well what are they doing differently like is yeah. there new you know you see people protesting against shitty things and it's like are we that like and i get it's not it's not cut and dry and there's no simple answer yeah. but it's also like i see examples of people waking standing up to like the bullshit yeah. and it's like i wonder why americans don't do that as much yeah. is it because of our pro you're using quotes when you say that air fingers programming but it's like i don't know maybe 
Well, first of all, I don't think any of it's intentional. Like, I'm when I say right. this, I'm not saying I don't. I don't think Donald Trump or whoever our president, oh God, whatever, whoever <laughs> is um, actively trying to ruin people's lives. I think they're all sick. They're just as sick as everyone else. And and they're their playing trauma, the game. Their trauma is built off something else. Like someone treated them that, that way, and they now think it's okay. And a lot of them, like, I I look at the world, like I said, in a wellness holistic viewpoint and like most politicians look very inflamed to me from the outside they're all most of them are over not like most, physically physically inflamed yeah, yeah. and i think that's a sign of like their emotions are equally as inflamed and like their relationships are probably just as fucked up like yeah. you know they are not happy people so why like why are we surprised right and also <laughs> look at what game that they are playing signed up for it's like Holy shit! And I and I can really just be like, I don't, I can't relate in any way possible to yeah. wanting to be a politician because it's so, it's a, my whole thing is when people are like, are you political? I'm like, it's a big, it is a one of the biggest machines created by humans, it's and a and it got out of our reach, and it's kind of just we're we're kind of getting sucked up into the gears of it and being ground up a little bit, and. How do you how do you fix it? I don't I don't know. So I'm not yeah. gonna spout. I don't. This is the right way. It's like mm-hmm. I don't know, but all I know is it's it seems broken. It seems yeah. fucked up. And for me, I go back to taking back your own power. Like I think right. I don't think anyone can do anything. Like I said, I don't I don't think it's intentional. I don't I don't think anyone's out there like actively like let's fuck up the planet. Let's like ruin I hope everything. Not. <laughs> I don't because yeah. in reality, like no one. Unless you, unless it's hurting people is a learned behavior. So like, mm. I don't think those people are just like, I mean, now, sure, yeah, they're just demented and they've created this, these beings out of themselves that just like feed off of people's fear and negative energy, basically. Um, and so now we have to go through and correct it. But like mm. toxic, toxic masculinity is like a huge issue in this country. And like, they're all products of that, you know? So I give them grace too. I'm like, shit. And that's the thing. I have the spiritual outlook on it that I'm like, they're not learning this karmic cycle. And guess what? They're going to end up. I mean, I can say it to myself and it comforts me in some way, but like they're going to have to learn this lesson one way or another. And it's not my responsibility to teach them. So I'm going to teach myself how to take care of myself because they're obviously not going to do that. And And then then teach everyone else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Take care of yourself. I think that's a fair way to go about it. It's like there's no wrong or uh, it's hard to say a wrong or right way but it, i think you're right is living by an example that you set for yourself it's a whole like you said with date like it's like dating when you're f- talking to other people it's like you're you're feeling out like okay and doing your own work beforehand because you know when you meet people that have done some work on themselves mm-hmm. you feel that you're like oh you've you've thought about yourself yeah. and you've worked on your you can just kind of tell yeah and that may seem arrogant in some regards, but it's mostly just you my, can just sense they're self-aware. It's just self-awareness, yeah. and it's and I encourage that. And and I'm again, it's it's a fine line of telling people what to do, like how mm-hmm. to do. But it's also like I'll share what I've done and what kind of helped me. Oh, you have that. You you got that going on. Well, my situation is not the same, but. I had a similar feeling or thought, and mm-hmm. this is how I kind of like worked through it. Try it. Try and it wasn't that far off from yours. Yeah. Like feel, you know, and I think that encouraging people to feel that like it's okay to 
Yeah. Take care of yourself. Yeah. To relating. And then you can take care of other people. I I know there's probably a great quote out there about that, like self-care, then you can care for others. Yeah. I think you just said it. Yeah. Take care of yourself first so you can take care of other people. Or how are you supposed to take care of other people when you don't take care of yourself? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, That's that whole codependency Mm -hmm. thing, which I actually, I kind of, I always thought I knew the definition of that, but then I listened to, um, a podcast with one of my favorite comedian dudes, Pete Holmes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talked about where it's just that whole thing of like worrying about other people is who you are. Yeah. And that's, and I was like, Oh, wait, that is me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's, mm-hmm. but he, and so he dealt with it. He had that aware, he had a moment of just like, well, what about me? Oh, I mm-hmm. should probably take care of me. Then I can take care of other people. Yeah. Like it's, I, I'll be better, yeah, and then they can be better too if they want, or yeah. I can show them that I'm better. You know, it's like, oh, like that makes sense. The way I've explained it, and like the way it makes sense for me, is like I've had to learn to parent myself. I've had to mm. learn how to be my own parent. Yeah, um, my parents are amazing, and I have had so much emotional support growing up and being like highly sensitive, which is so good because I needed help navigating my world. But also when I started the adult world in life that's when Mm. panic started setting in because i didn't know how to be a highly sensitive person in this world so that is why i am the way i am because if i don't function this way uh the the other half of me will take over and Mm. um it's not pretty so like i have to live this extreme (laughs) well that's good yeah like extreme in some people's eyes for me it's like i'm that's just you it's It's, so great but i love my life that's what's so interesting that's good that's but it's good... very alternative <laughs> yeah but you know what fuck it labels fuck exactly it. fuck it are you are you feeling good it's the whole like are you feeling good are you doing it well keep doing what you're doing then you know mm-hmm. and then deal with the road bumps that come and it's you can you're only 25 like that's you're you're ahead of the curve i'll yeah. tell you i'm 10 years i got 10 years on you it's like you're doing just fine yeah keep this path of like creative caring care for yourself show like live by example and like Mm -hmm. that's that's i think that's a great way to be yeah that young it's like that's awesome yeah yeah no you're welcome it's i'm trying (laughs) that and i think that's all we can do is try um like the dark stuff like that's what i'm realizing is like any shitty and quote unquote shitty dark negative contrasty things you go through like that's the shit you have to share with the world right that's What's ever fucked you up is actually what you need to be doing. Mm. And that's what I've realized. It's like my healing journey is actually what I need to share with the world because the things I do daily, some people, now it's not really, like you said, self-care people Mm. like see the benefits in it. But like when it first started, like when self-care was first a thing and I really first started taking care of myself, uh, people didn't get it. And I really had to like be okay with like, no, I'm going to do this, this, and this, mm-hmm. whether that, whether that looks crazy to you that I take a bath every day, like, sorry, <laughs> like that I take time yeah. to take care of myself, um, which is like a foreign concept. <laughs> it, yeah. It, and baths for me are still hard. I don't, I, yeah, <laughs> but and so, again, I'm all air in <laughs> yeah. I'm all air and fire. So me going into a, a hot bath grounds me so quickly i return to my body so fast like mm. like you said because like i and same thing with using cannabis like as medicine like i my my brain will, won't stop sometimes because i'm mm. so like on a creative high or and sometimes 
I've allowed myself to like my life is set up where I can stay up till 3 a.m. and work, work, work. And then like I get to sleep till 12. And that's pretty awesome. That's super fun. Like I love that I get to do that. (laughs) And then like know that I also have the self-discipline enough to like work. Like it's work. I'm working. I'm making jewelry. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I don't want to stop. So I just like let myself have that cycle. But sometimes I need to, whether I'm with my partner and he has a nine to five and Mm -hmm. Or I just have like a schedule where I need to be up at seven and like start doing things. Um, that's when like tools come into play and cannabis is one of those for me. And mm. um, it really helps me slow my mind down. Um, I'm, if it's like a, if it's like a one-on-one or like more like a quality time social gathering, mm-hmm. um, I'll smoke socially, but parties i mean like it's not it's really it's a medicine it's medicine for me it's not a recreational thing um but i think that's also like so baths so everyone has their thing you know like you said everyone has their own tools just like how everyone meditates differently like yeah i'm not expecting cannabis to work for everyone but also like it was one of the biggest tools of my life like overcoming my everything (laughs) yeah and and it is for a lot of people for me weirdly Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've had worse highs on yeah. weed than I have on psychedelic, like the heavy, like the acid or the mushrooms. It's I've gotten so uncomfortably high. Yeah, it's uncomfortable when you get to that. And place. I was like, oh. was it edibles? Yeah, edibles. It was. I don't do edibles. <laughs> I, I still won't. Which is funny because I prefer. I actually prefer edibles if I if I do, and I don't. See, I don't take all... cannabis. Mm-hmm. As, I really don't that often, but when I do. I've learned I I've learned my lesson. It's like two point five milligrams, or they make these little mints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little mints, Petra. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Those are great. Pop, I, pop one mm-hmm. of those, and I'm like, I feel just enough to like, oh, my anxiety level drops a little bit, and I'm also just like, I can giggle a little. Like, do you laugh. equate that to like a half a glass of wine? Okay. That's like the equivalent. For someone who's like yeah. never drank or never no, you, smoked. Yeah, that's that, pro- yeah. If you never drank and you had a glass of wine, sure. it'd be the equivalent. I think you're right. And yeah. the same thing if people who are actively smoking every day, if they do, if they take one of those mints, they're not going to feel it. You right. know, it's the same thing if someone drinks every day, they're not going to feel a glass of wine. Yeah. But um, I, when my grandma was still in her physical body um, and she was really ill, I had gotten her those mints and she was not not she was open mind she's um, she was amazing and super open-minded but i was one of those things where i was watching her take all these medications like she had one medication to like stops one symptom but then like it would make her nauseous so then she takes another medication to stop the nausea and just like she has like 10 medications that are just counteracting each other Mm -hmm. and i'm just like okay and then me just being you know crazy you know me I, I use the word crazy a lot or weird and i'm not like talking down about myself like it's it's they're they're positive words in I, my viewpoint so don't think i'm like talking down on myself i'm, I'm um, gonna write that no i'm just i think people <laughs> listening will understand they'll understand like, what i mean yeah um, my alternative viewpoints everyone's used to that in my family and i just basically was like yeah. i want you to try this please because mm-hmm. she had no appetite she was just yeah. she was miserable mm-hmm. and um her body was deteriorating and just watching her, like like you said, I gave her one 2.5 milligram mint mm-hmm. and just watching her smile and mm-hmm. like literally tell me I'm hungry. Like yeah. she hadn't said that in months probably. She We just like force fed her because she had to eat. Yeah. Um, so just giving her, like watching <laughs> her have that level of just like, yeah. watching her body relax really is what's happening. Your body's so like mm-hmm. just 
tense all the time and we don't realize it on, on the inside too and i think a lot of people have yeah. like indigestion and they don't realize it's tied to like mental stress and mm. like um it's your second brain your gut is your mm-hmm. other mind yeah so yeah. And so again when i feel myself getting out of whack or whatever yeah cannabis is a tool that i I'm like i just it's my best friend <laughs> not really but like i'm so grateful that's good i honestly well, am at like yeah i'm very curious like who i would be if i wasn't blessed to live in california to be raised in california at the time that i've been raised in california Mm -hmm. like it's so weird how my life lined up so perfectly with like (laughs) the legalization of it and like i never had to go through being shady about it sure and so i've never had the shame or i mean having my parents like understand and i think watching me grow up they know they're not like worried about me anymore right they're like you're not going you're fine yeah, yeah. i'm doing my thing and like mm-hmm. i'm self-aware enough and to keep myself on the right path but in the beginning you know like being from suburbia it's kind of you're like oh no like what's she doing mm-hmm. like a little scared yeah little and yeah. yeah i get it I, I get where they're coming from but at the same time like I'm so grateful that I just didn't have to be do the sketchy route. I'm just kind of in <laughs> awe. Like, it's really weird. Like, 2012 was like when you could start getting your med card and stuff. Yeah. So I just would go down to Sacramento and like, I was nervous and everything, but I just knew like yeah. divine timing was happening for a reason and that I do not, not need to have shame around this. Like, which we have had for ever. Since, yeah. <laughs> Since the 50s, 70 years. 70, yeah. yeah, whatever. Like, too long we'll mm-hmm. put it we'll put it that way yeah no so yeah. and it's a plant like that's what that's i really right. have to remind myself a lot that's of right. the time it's a plant it's a plant the same way i drink tea if i'm feeling i mean sorry tmi if i'm feeling constipated or if i'm feeling <sighs> yeah i got if peach I'm, detox in my cupboard exactly yeah. it's like i just my body needs a little help right now mm-hmm. that's all yeah there's good stuff out there for us yes. damn it people yeah <laughs> get mad i try not to be aggressive but it's like sometimes you got to tell people like look it you can you can feel better yeah i promise or you're allowed to feel better you're you're allowed to that's a huge thing it's like yeah just knowing like i i stopped one of the huge reasons why like i stopped going to school is because i had not a fear but i just had a knowing that like if I become a teacher, my schedule is now, mm-hmm. I just know what happens. And I know my body and it's not going to be able to keep up. So yeah. I know I'm going to have to go on antidepressants and anti-anxiety because I know myself. Oh, interesting. You kind of had that had, fore, foresight to like, I, I, that's kn- probably, I knew. That's probably, well, I mean, good intuition, number one, um, underrated for sure. Gut feelings are way underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes... And it's not easy to go with your gut these days because we're told not to. It's yeah. like, oh, it's like, and an overthinker, it's like, yeah, that's just hard to do. But having that feeling of like, that's interesting to hear that because I think a lot of people maybe have had that moment or will have that moment of, and if it's that powerful, mm-hmm. sound like for you is like, no, this is like bail. You got to like get out of this because. Yeah. I, I mean, I was at the point where I was like at home for like two months, just like bedridden and like mm. losing just like, I was, I, I was so sad, like eating like a protein bar that had like 300 calories and like 12 almonds because like that's all I could stomach in a day mm. because like my anxiety was that bad. Wow. Um, and then from there, the anxiety would turn into depression because I'm like, I'm never going to get better. Yeah. Um, and thank God I had... I, I, my doctor it was a western practice doctor but he like also had um 
just knowledge in like Eastern medicine, and he just yeah. looked at me. Um, <laughs> it's Oliver and Brenna. <laughs> hi, Ollie. Uh, hi. <laughs> um, but he just looked at me and was like, you know, I think you can get through this like no. on your own. And having a doctor say that to me was like huge because yeah. I just was like, okay. Like, because even my parents were like, oh, I think we need to like, because that's who took me to the doctor, you know, because right. I wasn't functioning. Yeah. Um, but hmm. yeah, I think we all have like the tools within us to, to figure it out. And that's right. it may be really hard to re- like to evaluate your life and like the things you're doing at that moment. Like most of it, I feel like, and at least in my experience, has been in my environment. That really affects me. Yeah. So that's good to know. Yeah, that's. I I think people need to pay attention to that too. Is we gotta let Oliver do his yeah, little he's sound thirsty. bite. <laughs> he's been on a few times. People know that that. Oh, that's all he's drinking. Um, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Hi. He's very yeah. He's a hello. <laughs> um, but that yeah, that's important to hear. Is it's like you said, allowing yourself to feel better. The, um, the more I talk about it too, is like yeah. The more I I see sparks in other people's eyes, and I mm-hmm. like know I just own it, and I'm not like yeah. shamed about it, you know. Well, and they want and and you, and I'm sure you've experienced this um, when you talk to people about this kind of stuff and creativity, and balancing your life and figuring finding yeah. it. It's like you see. I, I, at least in my experience, I've seen that, like you said, a spark. It's, you see people wanting, it's there, it, everybody has it, and mm-hmm. they want to let it out, and it's like, just, yeah, you're good. And that's why your podcast is important, like, do, talking to people in this situation of, like, hey, safe space, like, say what you need, because this is good for us. This yeah. is good for everybody, and this is good for you, and it's important, and you see, too, the willing participant it's like they'll come out and they're yeah. like oh yeah oh you you think that thought too it's like yeah and a lot of people do yeah and that's okay yeah and like, to tie it into like like you just i was just thinking like tie it into the podcast like creativity is like that's what got me out of it is being mm, creative that's awesome like that that is yeah. it it started with the crystals it was a mm. blessing that i had them it was a blessing that i felt compelled to make it into a necklace that's the thing if even if it's a skill that you don't know how to do i didn't know how to make jewelry mm. but i taught myself i watched some youtube videos got some, awesome. went to michael's bought the tools sat yeah. down it looked like shit whatever gave it to my mom for Figure christmas she still wears it she loves it but it has and now that's what i do when i'm able to look people in the eye and say like yeah i'm a jewelry designer like that's what yeah. i do but i didn't i didn't back up on those creative like things that dropped into my psyche or my head you know that a lot of us just like ignore yeah um and if i'm ever feeling anxious like i usually go to being creative to start working it out um because i know like creativity and anxious like the anxious feelings like they're opposites like they're they're the polar mm-hmm. they're the polar opposites right. um so knowing knowing that if I'm feeling one way that I usually need to start leaning towards the other. And I think a lot of people aren't feeling fulfilled when the anxiety starts to set in or like the, the questioning themselves. Or for me, I've noticed like as a female, a lot of it is, especially on social media, when women see other women owning their power and owning Mm -hmm. their femininity, Mm -hmm. it, it, it comes out even men. I know men think that way too. Um, and I just have watched it through 
being a creative and like putting yourself out there and having peers who also put themselves out there um, and watching the backlash of like people judging them and like, who does she think she is? Mm. But in reality, she thinks she's the shit. And you know what? You should think you're the shit too. And you are the shit. And you could be doing, you could be doing those things too. But for some reason, you're mm. choosing to attack her instead of just being inspired by her. Yeah. And I've had to learn that lesson in myself. That was like my number one lesson to learn was like, mm not seeing other women mainly and i think that's also part of societal programming is not seeing them as my competition yeah like they are pure there we're on the same team right like i need to cheer her on because she's going to cheer me on just as loud so that's been really interesting it's just like pushing my creativity and like feminine portals and like what does that look like Mm. um because that's so different than what our society like encourages um yeah (laughs) Um, yeah, I got, I can't. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah, exactly. Hell yeah. Just create, make stuff, you people. That's really all it comes yeah, down to. It's no, like that's what's gonna save the planet, like in all aspects. Is like yeah, we've been we're we were born creative, and we're everybody has it. And we you, are we are God. Yeah, it's like we're <laughs> creators every day. We for are. sure. Um, I'm gonna pause to go pee because yeah. I've been holding a pee for yeah, a go long for time, it. and then we'll pick this right back up like it never yeah. was a pause. And we're back with the weirdness. Yep. But Here we go. What, but what is weird? Mm-hmm. Perspective. Um, yeah. It's the whole, again, back to the label. Like, mm-hmm. I'm weird. I'm crazy. It's like, good. Mm-hmm. I think we all are. And we yep. all should be. Just levels. There's levels. <laughs> um, so we've taught, we've gone, and which is, I love that we've gotten deep. Yeah. And it's been a pleasure listening to your perspective and, I think you've said a lot of important things about growing and finding yourself. And like, that's, that's a lot of what this podcast is, is that it's just growing your creative self as well as yourself. Um, yeah. And it's all holistic. Like yeah. it goes hand in hand. Sure. Um, part of, part of growing yourself is like growing creatively. Mm-hmm. And again, I hate to keep bringing it up, but I think that's where a lot of people are feeling their lack of fulfillment and is because they're not creating. And like they may label themselves like, oh, I'm not a creative, but like quote unquote, but even my boyfriend, for example, like, like I said, like us going and creating, chopping wood and making wood piles is creation in its own form. Absolutely. So life has become, I think, a little too easy for all of us. And so Mm -hmm. we're not having to effort as much. So like, and I think that's like, I don't do, I don't have a formal workout routine, but I think like people who do that are so, um self-motivated and they they understand that it's not just to be like fit that it's like it's mm-hmm. almost a creative outlet for them in a way too yeah. like their body is like their moda like their modality to be creative mm-hmm. um and mentally I, I think it benefits them so much but I, I but i just think it goes hand in hand like creativity is in all aspects of life no matter what you do whether you're an engineer or computer site whatever computer person car person it doesn't matter what you do it's just finding a way to be like creative with your lifestyle absolutely and that's that i'm glad you brought that up because we do and don't worry about repeating i repeat myself a lot on this (laughs) um but it's really just to drive home the point of just like because i'm a person that needs to hear things more than once yeah and that's that's just me but i think other people might or it doesn't hit the same way. It doesn't does. hit the yeah. same way, but you know that, and and it's hard to tell. Also, like I think you're right in the, like I'm not creative. It's like everybody is. Everybody yeah. is. 
just not you know and it's like because a lot of people are like oh i don't paint or play music or so i can't be on your podcast i'm like that's not that's when i have to like explain like well it's not just about that it's about a convert because watch watch what happens when we sit down and have a conversation about whatever i'll Mm -hmm. pick a topic and we'll see where it goes because everybody's mind engaging that and that's that's been good for me too as as a way of i don't think i've ever been um overly social like Mm -hmm. i'm not a social butterfly but this has been a way of facilitating my need to talk to other to be social to talk with people like connect and connect like that's that's it number one it's the connection of and that's an important feeling too and and i think connections built through creativity like no matter what you're what you're creating or doing and i think you know the easiest Mm -hmm. one to pinpoint is like music when you create that and then you yeah. see the connection that people feel when they listen to it, it makes you feel so, I mean, I don't make music, but yeah. honestly, recently I've been like, shit, maybe I should start making music so I can prove to people, like you do not need to know how to That's do right. it to do it. Cause yeah. I can't sing for shit. But recently I'm like, fuck, maybe I might make a song because I'm just already doing like X, Y, and Z. Like I wasn't a podcaster, mm-hmm. did a podcast. I wasn't a jewelry designer, started a jewelry line. I wasn't, whatever I was before, mm-hmm. but also I'm just realizing like, oh, I'm just Savannah. Like I'm yeah. just Savannah and I'm just doing the things that I like. So what are the things that you like to do? And start there. Yeah. Like, 100%. Yeah. And, and we, especially with all these tools we have available, like in, like these platforms, Instagram, YouTube, it's like you, you don't, you pay a minimal fee if any, if any fee mm-hmm. and you can go be a creator and it's like, just try it. Just get out. Just see what happens. Yep. Like, and the people who are naysayers, guess what? Those people aren't making anything that's because right. the people who are stuck, the people who make stuff are going to be like, damn, you did what? Like, yeah. dang, you did what? Or like, even if it's just like, <laughs> like, I remember one day I had my camera out and I was like, I'm going to try and make a YouTube video because I just mm-hmm. am curious. And it's the shittiest video. It's on YouTube. It's so shitty. And it's like a, it's basically just like a parody of me being dumb. And I just put it all together and put it on YouTube. And I was like, oh, well, I can make YouTube videos. And it was just like to prove to myself that I can do it. And like, really, everything I do is just to prove myself like I don't need to be scared of it. Yeah. Um, And it's just, I just find it so interesting how people like don't give themselves the credit that they can do it. And then like trying to understand where that comes from and again knowing it's learned behavior mm-hmm. but so yeah. you just have to like re like i said it's a part of reparenting yourself that's it's right like being your own biggest fan like fuck yeah you go do that shit even if no one likes it <laughs> i like it yeah and that's fine yeah there's got to be a, a level of that and even saying it now is just like yeah you're right it is the society is telling you like oh god but it's like no i'm gonna do it and people, you know, look at it like, oh, that's arrogant or naive. And it's like, yeah, but so what? Like, so what? You're giving them permission to, like, do something yeah. like, that maybe they don't know how to who, do. Who are the people that are... It's It made me think of something funny just now. Like, the na- when you say the naysayers, it's always just like, you're not, you're not a referee. You're not a goalkeeper, like... Kyle, Kine, there's a comedian, Kyle mm-hmm. Kinane. He's like, I don't ever want to be a goalkeeper. Yeah. He's like, just go, do your thing. <laughs> like, 
oh god i can't remember his bit but it's that whole thing of like not giving a shit about what other people are doing so you can do your own thing yeah because it's that whole it's the double you know the double standard of like well i'm a creator but i don't like what you're doing because it's not what i or you know and it's like who gives a shit yeah um are you doing something yeah doing anything don't don't hurt people Mm -hmm. number one that's always a good thing to start with like can you benefit people maybe that comes later but like the the whole purpose is like you said it's just like go out and create and it's an outlet yeah find that outlet because we are all like humans are one thing we are one thing of just like yeah we're all we all want to create you know in some weird way i think that's like what we're supposed to be doing and that's why like disease had dis Disease. I like to. I like to say it in two words, like not disease. What's well, a good pun? Dis-ease. Either way. Disease. Yeah, it's literal, literal disease happening mm-hmm. to your body, um, and I think a lot of it comes from like again us not feeling fulfilled and not like mm-hmm. creating and like everything's just become really easy and so we're confused. Like, what am I supposed to be doing then? Yeah. And in reality, it's like how can you work with those things that you've created, whether it's computers, whether it's like. That's when, like, when people talk shit on Instagram or, like, social media, I'm like, I get it. I get how it's so unhealthy for you or, like, for individual people who may, like, not have the self-awareness to, like, oh, I've been on this for four hours. Mm. Yeah, maybe I need to get off because it's not healthy. But in small increments, you're able to connect with people that you would have never spoken to or, like, seen in real life. And it's having that self-awareness of, like, am I a person where social media feels good or am I a person where social media feels bad? And then like not having shame around that too. Mm -hmm. And so I've fully encompassed, like it feels really good when I'm on. So like, I'm just going to own it and do my thing and know that I'm able to connect to like way more people this way. Um, And then if it ever feels like negative, then I get off. But I see it as a tool. Same with computers, same with anything that we can create with. Well, and I think that's health number one, healthy of, recognizing what it what it is for what your purpose is on it yeah you're not sitting there going just going through people's content and commenting because that is some people's purpose on there and Mm -hmm. they're like this is what this is what's feeding me it's like that's shitty that's not a good use well there's the lack of self-awareness yeah right that's that's right 100 percent. it's it's you know my identity is making fun of or commenting negatively on other people's passions Mm -hmm. it's like yeah i could and i'm guilty i'm everybody judges everybody oh yeah i'm Um, guilty of it too i did it today sitting on my phone and then (laughs) my phone died and then it's that weird it's that weird feeling when your phone dies in your hand and you like catch yourself being a gross human mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like wow i was like sitting on my phone i had like yeah. 12 like 10 20 battery and i just sat here for like 40 minutes to an hour until it just died because i was that desperate for like yeah. i was just getting a high off of it honestly it's dopamine and it yeah. feels good but i'm also aware like when it starts to not feel good so that's yeah. when i balance move away on a hot tub balance balance yeah um so and i've seen people honestly like at this point in my life, I've watched people blow up. I've watched people headline yeah. music festivals. Mm-hmm. I've watched like people that like I know personally, mm-hmm. and so like watching that happen, it now just becomes exciting because I'm like, oh, if you just put in, it's not even. I mean, it's time, but it's more effort. It's mm-hmm. it's the more heart filled effort and like energy. If you put it in, it'll it'll come back. 
And so I've just watched people be like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck what you think. Yeah. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to go because I know it's true for me and what feels right. And I know it's going to relate to other people. And then I've literally watched it happen and I'm like, oh fuck. So then it just becomes exciting where you're like, okay, like this is, and I just see everyone as a mirror for me in life and as an example for me in life. And then like, no one is better than me. Same. And I am not better than anyone else. We're all the same. So if like, if this person did it, this is a pure mirror of me doing it Mm -hmm. too. So like, I just need to like kind of set my equation up for success Yeah, (laughs) and not make sure I'm not getting in my own way. That's right. Yeah. That, (laughs) <laughs> yeah. every artist ever is in their own way until they're not and mm-hmm. then it's like then you'll see and even then I think it's just an an ongoing struggle but in a good way it's like it I don't know if there's ever an easy like if if there's ever not struggle maybe you're not growing yeah I don't know and if blowing that... up isn't the goal also that's right. not what I was trying to say I'm just saying like that was watching it's an that example of inspiration through, yeah, yeah it's inspiration and yeah. also like through that modality of like whatever social media and him getting all these views on YouTube and now he's a mm-hmm. successful musician and headlining tours, like that looks really fun. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like when I've talked to him, he's like, he's still catching up to the rapid growth. Sure. Like he isn't able to enjoy himself yet because mm. it happens so quickly that his body is literally catching up to yeah. it still. Yeah. So he's kind of like, what the fuck? And so that's why I'm so grateful and hyper present right now of like, things are happening slowly and that's actually really exciting because i can mm-hmm. soak up every second of it yeah um but i still know that like it's all just going to grow on each other and it's just going to get better yeah so it just becomes more fun man <laughs> man man got, oh man like it's yeah ditto yeah <laughs> yep um so we're at about an hour and a half and I like to start wrapping up with yeah. like some fun, goofy questions. Um, I mean, there's, I mean, I, it's easy to talk to you about anything for the next two hours, but, <laughs> but that's also a return guest. Yeah. I always ask people to come back no, and, get it, yeah. and, or you, if you, if I'm, yeah. uh, what's the word? Um, if I'm allowed to come on your podcast. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, if it's reciprocated, the invitation. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it, how are you feeling? Like, do you feel... Yeah, I feel great. I'm realizing, like, podcasting as modality is um, a huge tool for me. And I've noticed that in my everyday life, I find myself having conversations like this with people. And sometimes they're not fully... Mm ready for it or like open to the conversation but i so badly need to talk about it that podcasting has been such a gift because i now have my own platform to basically share my thoughts without bombarding people when they're not ready so they can basically come to me and my thoughts when they're ready isn't that cool yeah um it's been a really fun activity and then also just like coming and and having like intentional conversations with you about like specific subjects has been really yeah. Really cool. And that's yeah, and again, thank you for coming. Yeah. Um, this is yeah, it's it goes without saying. It's like this is a benefit for not just me, but people listening cuz I I always it's I don't think it's um delusional of me to think that people get a benefit out of this. Oh yeah, you're not delusional. And if people get mad, and I've had people get mad, but it's like 
Well, I, I, my whole goal is just to like facilitate that, like make people think about yeah. shit. Like um, I said, if you're triggering, <laughs> if you're triggering them, you're doing your job, honestly, like right. you're making them think differently. Yeah. And it makes me think so. And that's just me speaking and projecting also just like I, it makes me think so. And I like to think that the people that listen to this or will listen to this have that intention of like, maybe I'll learn something. Maybe I'll, maybe I won't, but maybe yeah. I will. And it's like, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Fun platform to do it on. Now, the fun thing to learn in the next couple of questions is, um, do you have a favorite candy? Uh, I always, I, I've started asking this of, of some new guests recently. And so it's like, funny. I don't eat candy. But, well, that's the thing. <laughs> and that's why, so I've got some backup questions, but like, I, it, well, it's always interesting to see. Or so you, I do you have a sweet I smoke tooth? weed, so I okay. do eat candy because when you smoke <laughs> weed, sometimes you get hungry and you want things that aren't the best for you. So no, I'm all about the pleasures of life. Like I think... You know, I'm not here. I'm everything in moderation. That's like my whole thing. Including um, moderation. Who's that? Hemingway? <laughs> including moderation. Or no, I think that was Charles Bukowski. I don't even know. I haven't heard that one. No one's ever come at me with that. Um, there, yeah, the quote is moderation. everything in moderation, including, I think that was Charles Bukowski. People yelling in their ear pieces. They right? know it. They're, it's fucking this. Yeah. I don't think it's Mark Twain, but. I don't um, know. Either way. Do you have like a favorite? Candy. Right now, honestly, my go-to is the Trader Joe's almond butter cups. Oh my god! They're like the oh, peanut yeah. butter cups, is it but they're Jason's almond butter. Or, uh... It's just Trader Joe's brand. Oh, it is Trader. Okay. And they come in that little like bucket thing. I don't. I... And you have to be really careful about not eating all of them in like three days because. I don't think I've ever had those. Oh. Oh, um... it's like a peanut butter cup, but, but on like... crack. Okay. And if you like, and I'm not even like a huge peanut butter cup person, but. No, I it's am. Insane. So that's it's insane. So yeah, almond butter cups, and then uh, oh. I'm trying to think what else I like. Do you fuck around with gummy bears at all? Because gummy bears are intuitively like when I eat them, I now I, and that's an interesting thing. When I become yeah. more sensitive, I'm now becoming more sensitive to like um, fillers and stuff like oh, that. Okay, yeah. I can like taste ickiness in it but it, have you ever had like okay i'm like i eat candy but only from whole foods but like honestly oh, like oscar like, wilde sorry oh okay for the quote yeah um the gummy bears it. from like whole foods if you or like from like lassen's no but i've had well i've had organic gummy bears and they're it, i think what i'm after is you the like, gummy yeah that texture like the nostalgic yeah yeah the texture i've uh <laughs> i don't know i've moved past that i definitely was at a place like that but like i can go ham and like if you take me to a health food store i basically think none of that has sugar in it and i'm like oh this is fine because okay. it's from lassen's right but in reality no it's just a sugar bomb um but i try and do like as least amount of processed in my body i have really sensitive skin and Probably. it'll show up on my face if i eat something oh, really? okay. i'll get acne like that so interesting um, okay it's like it's yeah same thing with cheese i love it i love cheese but like i can't you'll do it pay often for it, yeah. i'll pay for it physically and i will you'll be like oh you have or i can see it on my face at least <laughs> you, did you have pizza yeah literally if people know me they'll ask me but that's funny so it's you know it's i like candy though okay good i like snacking a lot snack do you have a favorite snack uh, you mentioned almonds or oh that, but that was during a dark yeah. time oh god yeah that was like that's me when like yeah no that was like a dark time in my life when i was just eating almonds um no uh it's all i mean i'm okay i'm a very like i'm a i'm fairly healthy i guess 
I'm very healthy, but I also like. I think you're probably very healthy. I know, like I'm talking to... to you, and like the question, like if I was talking to like a healthy, healthy person, they would be like, nah. But also, I worked at Bliss Cafe, the vegan cafe in San Luis Obispo, so like I'm okay. kind of jaded on like what. I don't even know what I don't know. Does that make sense? Like I'm kind of yeah. past like what I eat because I'm so I've kind of harnessed that. Well, and I, I think in that regard, healthy, according to the individual, just like drugs, everybody's gonna experience something different. Exactly. You know, somebody's all plant based diet doesn't work for me. Exactly. Um, but at the same time, all meat doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, figure out what the hell works for you and what makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. I've learned it's, and like you said, the moderation thing, it's like, yeah, I had half a pint of delicious Talenti is the brand mm-hmm. ice cream is black raspberry chocolate chip. And I was like, delicious. oh boy. Yeah. I had that moment of just like, stop. Mm-hmm. You're halfway down that, that pint. Mm-hmm. Like that's enough even though I want to keep going, but it was like, mm-hmm. and so in the morning I woke up and I was like, apple right away. That's yeah. healthy, right? It's like oh, healthy ish. It makes me feel good. Well, the thing is, it's like, <laughs> I, okay. I have, I eat sweets every day. That's a fact. Me too. So it's every day, <laughs> but it's not all day. All day. It's yeah. in the evening. I know for a fact that I'm going to want something sweet after dinner. So I don't limit myself to like, I don't force myself to not. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like if I'm, um out getting grocery like it's a it's one of the necessities it's chocolate like chocolate is a food group in my eyes awesome <laughs> because it's a part of pleasure and like it's a part like eating is going to be a pleasure experience what a pleasurable a great, experience for me yeah like i'm not going to force myself to like i mean i do eat for like to nurture my body yeah. and i eat and like i when i eat meat i eat meat medicinally that's what i say because like you said pl- fully plant-based doesn't work for me either mm-hmm. um like go associated with my doshas and being vata and fire like i need grounding i need meat i need bone broth i need things mm-hmm. that will like keep me on this earth and remind me of like I, that i'm primal um but that being said i don't eat meat like i'll maybe eat meat once a week if i feel like it mm-hmm. or if i'm like on my cycle then i'll eat it more if i need it but it's not i'm just so in tune with like whatever i'm eating sometimes Shit, when Burger King came out with that Impossible Burger, I was like, I'm trying that shit. I wouldn't eat that. Was it good? I, I like it. I haven't had it yet. I like it. And my whole thing is like, burgers in general, like obviously we're not supposed to eat those all the time. So people who are like, because I've heard plenty of people talk shit on the Impossible Burger and the Beyond Burger. And I get it. It's filled with fillers and it's not healthy. But also it's just, it's purely an alternative to beef, to, to yeah. industrial beef. Right, the factory beef. To yeah. factory beef. Yeah. To Burger King. That's literally, <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to another, yeah. I'm not going, you know, I'm going to Burger King. What do you think I'm expecting? It's purely a nostalgic fun thing for me. Yeah. And like, I still let myself do that. Um, and like, sometimes I'll get Sour Patch Kids and I get through like oh, I love a fourth of the bag because that was my <laughs> jam. That was my shit growing up. But like, now I get... I get this feeling like, ugh. Like, you know, you just know that It's like in the back of my throat. There's like a weird coating. It's like if I drink fruit juice now, I'm like, oh, like this just isn't, and I don't know, whatever. I'm okay with it. And in the long run, like it's only going to benefit me. But like I said, I still, I'll still go down on a bag of gummy bears if I'm high enough, honestly. (laughs) 
Hell yeah. But hell yeah. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. Well, and, what I'm doing. Yeah, and and with that to that point of just like telling people how to eat or what to, it's like here's the thing, suggest something, mm-hmm. don't tell me. Yeah. Cuz or if you, they ask, don't do right. not bombard someone if they right. have not asked you. Right. Cuz it's that whole imbalance of like you're yelling at me I and maybe it comes from a, a place of care, but mm-hmm. most of the time it's you you wanting to get your point across mm-hmm. of like, this is the way to be because of this. It's like, ah, that, any extremes turn me off yeah. right away. If someone's like, I'm extremely this, or I'm like, listen to me. It's like, yeah. hold on. What if, what if gummy bears and almonds make me feel amazing? <laughs> and that's all I eat. Literally. And, and I weigh... 20 pounds less than I did last year and I have no high blood. <laughs> well, it's kind of like when I was saying like sometimes I let myself sleep, I let myself stay up till 3 a.m. and wake up at 12. Mm-hmm. It's the same fucking That's deal. That's just your cycle. Sometimes I yeah. eat fucking five cookies in a night and I Ooh. ate french fries and I ate fucking, I don't know what else. And then you wake up and Because like, I'm downtown yeah. working at the office and I just want a pizza and then like I mm-hmm. wake up the next morning and I'm like, oh, I need celery, I need juice now. And I'm just self-aware that like, oh, now my body's craving this. And it's ever-flowing, ever-changing routine. I'm not yeah. good with routine. I Oh, good to yeah, know. Yeah, I am not good with routine. Some routines I'm good with. Um, some I'm not. Like work, And I'm learning the hard lesson of work routine. And mostly that's why my creativity side comes in. It's just like, well, then make that part of your routine yeah. that you do this thing. Yeah. Because I've been working since i was 13 yeah like and so fitting it in but then also pulling away and just being like maybe routine don't use the word routine more just like make it a a good habit time management time management habit of just like hey every saturday when the surf is not that big Mm -hmm. go out and start and or priorities what do you prioritize in life that's right for me it's hard but i mean for all the things I want to do and the way I want to change the world, I had to really hone in on where I spend my time and who I spend my time with. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, mainly where, like, what am, what am I doing in my free time? Like, and that may include, like, the people I'm hanging out with. If I, I'm, I, I'm really bad at, I'm really good, I should say. It's a bad habit to have, but I'm really good at dissociating in conversations. Hmm. I'm really... Not in this one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh God. No, no, no. I'm failed. <laughs> I'm in it. I'm in it. But like, I'm sure, I'm sure like if you know me, people are probably laughing because they've probably experienced it with me. If I'm mm-hmm. not there, it's because I need to leave and I need to be with myself. And like, I I have enough self-awareness to know like that that is a, pro- not a problem, but that is a part of me. It's a characteristic yeah. that like, there's a lot of people that I don't need to, I don't have to spend my time with. Yep. And like, it's okay to say that. And it's okay to say that, like, I don't want to spend my time with these people for X, Y, and Z. And like mm-hmm. owning that, but also you don't need to share that with anyone and you don't need to like act a certain way around them, but it's okay to just not, not be there. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that too. Yeah. People are like, what's your deal? Like, you're so quiet. I'm like, well. Oh. That probably means it's time for me to. That's my to, cue to, to know that I need to go because yeah. I don't want to be. Because sometimes here anymore. being there and you think like, oh, I just and that's a lesson I've literally learned like in the past month that like sometimes I feel like I need to show up and I need to just be there because I said I was going to be there. But mm-hmm. in actuality, I'm doing way more harm by showing up and not being in my full 
fullest self. Yeah. Saying um, no, saying no is a wonderful gift mm-hmm. when you can realize why you're saying no. Yeah. Not to be shitty. It's just like, Hey, do you want to come or no? And again, it gives that person permission. Like, yeah. Wait, why are they saying no? Mm-hmm. Wait, do I say yes to everything? Mm-hmm. Wait, do I feel jealous that they said no? Like maybe maybe I should allow myself to say no. Yeah. That's how I learned how to do it, honestly, watching other people. Yeah. I learned to do it by seeing a friend that said yes all the time and they're like, "Man, I'm fucking burnt out." And then mm-hmm. you can say no. Yeah. And if you're cuz it's an honesty thing too, just like, "Hey man, do you want to come do this?" No. Yeah. No, I don't. I have no interest in that. And not, and my, sometimes I'm pretty sarcastic. Yeah. And some people don't know when to take me seriously, but it's like, get to know me a little better. And then you'll know if I say no, I, I'm not into that. It's not me being like cheeky. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I just, that's not going to serve you. It's not going to serve me or and also you. you. Like, if you hang out with me and I force myself to come, because every now and then I'll get the FOMO, you know, yeah. the fear of missing out. It's like, yeah, but I've lived long enough now where it's like I've seen when somebody invites me to something that I I try not to do the whole prediction thing of like I know how it's going to go. Yeah. But it's also like I just know me. And I'm like, yeah, I'd rather just read yeah. and go to bed at 10. And the friends who understand that in you are your friends Mm -hmm. the people who don't the people who don't get it and ask you all these like backup questions it's like yeah home dog why are you even my friend like you don't even get me on a soul level if you're thinking like that i should be at this party because you know who i am like that is not gonna serve me that's right um it's not good for me yeah um and so leading into the next fun question Mm -hmm. yeah each fun question just becomes like a serious no but that honestly (laughs) like i did that's literally my whole life (laughs) That's that's honestly mine. I'm I overthink everything. Okay, well we're two surprise, in the pod. Yep. Like people that have listened to this before, they're like, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I won't. Whatever. Um, and I again, I go, this question is more. Um, I'm not gonna put the rules to it that we did on one episode, where it's like really strict. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh. Mm. I my answer hasn't changed in three episodes mostly because I'm like tickled by so do you want mine yeah what's yours okay mine would be shape-shifting okay meaning changing I could turn into this pen if I wanted to I could turn into and like still hold consciousness and right still Yeah. yeah and so the rules one of the episodes we did was like, what's your superpower? And my friend Henry got really <laughs> detailed and was like, well, if you do, I'm like, no, this is just broad, like the broad, just yeah. the big broad brush of like, how fun mm-hmm. would it be to turn it into an inanimate object, but still be animate yeah. sort of mine would be shape shifting for sure. My first thought was, um, time, not time travel, but like time manipulation, time. Manip- no, what's it when you can just show up somewhere? Um, oh teleportation teleportation yep yeah that's a good one i mean in a weird way i feel like we're already like that's what's so funny is like we're on our way to all of these things we're on our way so like magic is very real in my life like i talk about things like like shape-shifting is like i think it's possible i think all these things are possible i think i think we're limited by the construct of our mind um 
I think we're on a third dimensional plane right now, so we can't see these realities, but like, yeah, I think it's all very... It's thin. thin. I think our reality is thin. I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm a nerd for magic, magic yeah. tricks. Like, car, I, I started dabbling in card magic, mm-hmm. and I... Um, this is the first time I've ever said this on the podcast. I did a trick for a friend. I'd been studying it, like, and there's there's standards yeah. uh, and analog of a lot of old card tricks. So it's like I have my my little construct, like yeah. I know how to do this, and I did it, and it shouldn't have worked, and it did, mm-hmm. and that was the first time I was like, oh my, God. I, like it it gave me like chills. I was mm-hmm. like, he was like, how did you know that? And I was like, uh, um. yeah, it just oh that's the trick, and then I I was like I that. I put the card in the wrong place and I it still came it out. It still happened. In yeah. this right spot and I was like that's not possible and then I was like it's all possible. Yeah. Like it's very thin. Who it's knows? It's very thin. Um, I yeah, the, the power of our minds. Well, I laugh when like I'm in a car and I'm like I'm teleporting. People I, don't get it. People I mean, don't see it. When we're flying in a plane, you're teleporting. You know how fucking long it would take you to get to those places if you didn't have these things? Sure. It's teleporting. That's right. Show a frontier person a fucking airplane hey you went from new york to california it took you three hours four hours three hours and then you show that you tell someone you're 100 years ago and they'd be like no that's like months and Mm -hmm. you're like no no matter of hours and now that's magic and then teleporting in my mind right now is like seconds yeah i think that's probably (laughs) an my and portals is what I'm thinking. Like, and I know. hope I see that in my lifetime. We'll see. Um, how f- I I think that'd be rad. Well, that's um, one of the reasons why I'm like stoked to have kids because I'm just curious. Like, what will happen if I raise a child? I mean, way down the line. But like, what happens if hmm. I'm if I'm blessed to raise a kid with like this kind of just fully fully harnessing this mindset? Right. And like, you know, five generations from now, like what? He'll never be, he or she will never be late for school. <laughs> Just jump in the portal and you're foom. Or like, what is school? Right. School is your... Everything. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. That's... I'm, I, yeah. I go down. I'll go down a freaking wormhole with all of that stuff. But... Um, Wormholes are cool. Yeah. And real. Yeah. As far as we... That's the thing is we never know and time is a construct like i've been sitting yeah, here with you for pretty... how long but really it feels like i showed up here five minutes ago right it is weird um and speaking as someone so 10 years is the difference between us so when you were born i was 10 i didn't even exist but it's also one of those weird like um 10 years ago i was 25 your age i was 15 and i don't it happened so quick, like time. So we put this thing time. Mm-hmm. Oh God, here we go. We're not even stoned. Do people. it. Let's do it. I love it. I think about ten years, mm-hmm. and it. I can remember most of what happened in the last ten years, but it's like it also. There's moments of just like. Huh, wait, that was two years. It's collapsing. It goes so quick. It starts speeding up in our little brains, our little human brains. And it's it's freaky. Also, scientifically, they say it's all speeding up. Right. Yeah. It's, which is, holy shit. Um, <laughs> even more reason to go out and do shit that you want to do. 
But well, what, it, yeah, what if that if that is true? What if you can manifest that much quicker if you just start now? Mm. If it's all just gonna compile on each other, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there is no wrong time to start. Just start now. That's just start. Right. Just start. When people are like, "How do you do that? How? What do I just mm-hmm. just fucking get your piece of paper out and write down one fucking word? Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. What was the word that popped into your head? That's what right. Was the drawing. What was? And just start. Because it's not gonna look. Your story is gonna look nothing like anyone else's. In reality, other people's stories is your story. You just don't realize it. And we're all just like learning from each other and mirroring each other. And the same way, like we're inspiring each other. It's only because we're just learning from each other. It's just mm-hmm. crazy when you change your perspective on like the people you interact with and the experiences you have. You're like, oh, this is just all compiling on like mm-hmm. on each other. Like we literally are just one human soul family. Um, which is like super fun for me to just like play with that thought in my mind. Yeah. No, and the the thought I like to play with too is, and I grew up um, semi-religious, like mm-hmm. in a as as my friend Clint says, the dig fingers, the air quotes. Yeah. Christian. Yeah. But as most of it's pretty Americans it's do. pretty popular. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of that? It's Have you heard of Christianity? Thing. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I verged away from the whole like the deity thing mm-hmm. pretty young, I think. Um, I was probably like 17 when I was just, I was praying. Yeah. And I clicked, something clicked. Like, the download it, like almost an yeah. audible like pop, like feeling of just like, oh, I'm talking to myself. Mm hmm. Praying is talking to myself. Mm-hmm. It's reflection, yeah. And it was just that whole like, oh, 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 whoa, like scary but cool, but also holy shit, what does this mean? But some that I like to, and there's a million books written about it. There's, there's, I, I try not to tell anybody to believe one thing, but for me, my one thing that seems right is that. Um, our energy is like it doesn't stop. Yeah. When you're when we stop being conscious, that that doesn't. I don't. I like to think that that doesn't just go away. That's just like boom, snap, fingers gone. I mean, I'm not science based. I mean, I'm spiritual based. Is where my like expertise is in. But like, it, what what is the fucking equation or say? Like, energy is constant. Right. Duh. It, like we learn that at what age? Yeah, and so the fun fact for me, whether people listening or not, I don't care, but (laughs) this is what I think. Um, We're made from carbon, which is stardust. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's constant. That's everywhere we look. If you go out in the middle of nowhere and there's no light pollution, you look up and you see that like canvas, you're just like, yeah, that's probably where I'll end up. I'm already part of it, but I'll be back part of that. Like, it's just kind of a comforting thing of just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. That's a nice way. That's a nice comforting thought of like, well, when this little vessel is gone and done, where I'll does this be. consciousness go? Maybe it won't be this consciousness with these memories, but it'll also just not. Like, I think that's kind of a fun. There's my superpower of knowing what happens when I die. Yeah. Well, I th- well, and what is death? <laughs> what is death? And I think, like, <laughs> for me, coming down to, like, 
knowing that I'll never know. And like, that's duh, like duh, that's a mm. part of human life. It's like, we don't get to know. That's a part of it. We don't get to know. Until? Until we die. Right. And so stop trying to figure it out. So what if you just made this life yeah. as good and good point. as like great as you possibly can because you're never going to fucking figure it out because people have tried to figure it out forever. But by by you figuring yourself out, like or me figuring myself out has led me to more, again, universal truths that I don't need to ask people for confirmation because I know hmm. it makes sense to me. And so when I talk about past lives or if I've had experiences with past lives or... Um, knowing that like Savannah has is only gonna be here for a finite am- amount of time, like I know that it's mm-hmm. not, I don't believe Savannah is not gonna be in heaven. Like, this is heaven. This is heaven on earth. People may think, and it can be hell on earth. It can mm-hmm. be whatever you want it to be. But I think that's where Christianity or like organized religion they're so close. Like I, there's a lot of it that is corrupted. I'm not trying to like, but there's a lot of it. Like Christ consciousness is a thing, in my opinion. Like yeah. You know, and we if we all are able to hold that energy set, it's an energy. It's a it's mm-hmm. a it's a frequency, like you said. Um, like that's the goal. It's not it's not to idolize or to like pray to these beings. Like that's so I wouldn't pray to you. You know, you wouldn't yeah, pray to me. It feels wrong. It feels wrong, <laughs> and like taking your power away. Yeah. So what if you gave yourself just as much? You know. Mm-hmm praise and admiration like what 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 would happen to the world if we all did that you know right um and again like you're a creator like Mm. everyone's waiting for like the good shit like after this life but like that's what i'm saying like the karmic cycles will just keep happening and we i mean who who knows what i've been in my past i mean i've experienced one past life regression but like and that's the thing i don't need to know what else i did in my past lives because i'm Mm. here now and like if everything i did then brought me to this point my life's pretty my life is fucking great so i'm just so grateful and i'm gonna this is a gift my life is a gift and i'm not gonna waste it and that's kind of how i see it and then whatever happens fucking cool like i've had enough people die in my life that i loved so so much that like i still have relationships with them and Mm -hmm. that's what's that has really shifted my perspective of like i have closer relationships now with the people that used to be alive but they're not. They're not. But I talk I, to them daily. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, my, I mean, my dad died when I was 15. So yeah. it was like, I knew him for, knew, knew him. You know what I mean? Like, I was yeah. a little kid, and he was always dad. And then I yeah. I knew him somewhat as a, but I never got to know him. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, in 12 years, I'll be the age he is when he died. Yeah. And it's like, or 14. Yeah my math sucks mm-hmm. but um 14 years but it's one of those like i i got to know him through listening to relatives talk about also mm-hmm. just like exploring i and i was like and that's why like leaving something behind is like he left some journals behind and i was like oh yeah and seeing like okay mm-hmm. that relationship is like yeah that doesn't just go it's like oh that me yeah, my dad died and that's it it's like yeah I like to, I have my moments, like I have tattoos of birds and shit. Yeah. And it's like my dad and my grandpa, they're like, why do you get birds? And I'm like, I just, something about birds, it's a connection. man. Yeah. Like I see birds and I like, they're, they're little like idiosyncrasies of like, they're kind of funny. I'm like, yeah, my dad and my grandpa were both pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And they could both really whistle really well. It's like, and like this would be their humor. If right. They, if they were trying to figure out a way to talk to you right now. 
this is their They'd humor. They'd be the little bird just and like... And guess what? It's not going to make sense to anyone else. That's right. Like, you can't explain <laughs> it, and it's not going to hit them the same way. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting, like... I've been the one in my family to to bring those moments up. So like when my grandmother passed away two years ago, I'm now able to, you know, be like, there's grandma. like, there. And it's just like normal mm-hmm. in our family, which is so fun that we get to play with energies like that together. Yeah. Because before it was this thing that I could had to like secretly be in my like esoteric world talking to spirits and stuff. But now I can incorporate other people in it because I'm, I just don't, I just don't care. I don't have shame around it. Like it's so real to me that like you can believe it or not, but I hope you do because then I hope you find connections in the world in the same way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think talking to non-physical or not talk, communicating because you don't have to be verbal. It's non-verbal. It's never verbal Mm -hmm. for me. It's never verbal, but communicating with non-physical is fully possible and real. Yeah. It certainly feels that way. I've had those moments of just in the woods of just or out in nature just like yeah okay oh i hate pops mm-hmm. like yeah mm-hmm. little just little knowings yeah yeah it's kind of fun yeah it's fun and that's the thing it's fun and that's the th- like i said none of us are gonna know so you might as well play with it yeah. and have fun while you can yeah no judgment and then honestly <laughs> i best i bet when we die like you know i just consciousness is just like so amazing creating is so purely amazing you know this is not just like a one-time fucking ride you know that i don't think so i i I like to think it's not it feels too much even if there's no purpose behind it there's so much is built on so much is built on each life is built on another and i don't think i think we all come from the same source and we all return back to non-physical and right now consciousness is just like embodying in like seven billion people right Mm. now and we're all hyper individualized and we all think like i'm gonna shoot off to heaven now like you know what i mean like that's what's gonna happen and it sounds really scary to be like you are not your body but and you are actually me and i am actually you and like Mm. a fucking walking beetle song but like for for real like for real for real for real yeah um the children being born now are a hundred percent souls that were already here. Like, I don't, I mean, if you spend, I mean, I, I was a nanny before I did jewelry and like the conversations I would have with kids, if you really like, don't, don't, don't smash their dream. Don't, the things they say that are like weird or kid-like and like, Oh, haha, Like listen to them. Like I've had, I've been around kids who talk about like, even if, and that's the thing, like, when I was younger, if I ever talked about being like a princess or like a mermaid, like I listen to those kids now. I'm like, tell me about it. Like, give me more information. Like, what was it like? Pirates? Like, a, oh. And then when animals yeah. do that, I'm also like very yeah. in tune that like that's a sign. When the cat meows and when she comes like to rub my leg, like she's telling me that you're on, you're on to something. Yeah. So you know that's but that's just me living my life like a feather in the wind like i said just flowing but whatever also talking like this like it also helps with my anxiety of like what if i do die hmm. i'm gonna go on and i'm gonna I, you know like and that's okay too and i kind of think i have to have that perspective this day in age two with society because who the fuck knows what's gonna happen tomorrow you know yeah it's what well, yeah that's this is the so I'll this is the kind of shit I'll think about it. It'll pop me awake at three a.m. Yeah, and then I'll be up. I'm like I'm up. People yeah. are like why don't you sleep? I'm like well 
I sleep fine. I falling asleep is not a problem. It's staying asleep because mm. usually, like, I dream very vividly. Um, oh, okay. And I love it, and that's honestly also with weed why I don't. Your dreams part- go away. Yeah. I don't partake as much because I love my dreams, even if they're fucked up. I've had some really fucked up dreams, but I'm I can remember dreams from like ten years ago because it's such a vivid. And to me, I'm like, that's a what a weird thing, like. It's a way for non-physical to communicate like, what with is you, that? too. You know, yeah. and it's like, I've had some weird narratives played out. I'm like, I, I read a lot, too. So I'm like, well, that could be. But uh, I try and rationalize some yeah. things. But some things, it's just like, I don't know. Whatever that is, I dipped into some other dimension for the night. Well, and, and again. And I came, and then I woke up in, back in this one. But it's like, ah, oh, what a cool preview of something else. Yeah. And logic is a part of the third dimension. Mm-hmm. So, like of course that's going to be yeah. a really hard thing to let go of yeah. and like that's what's that's what i'm saying like the kids of the future if we raise them to yeah. not have shame around these things mm-hmm. and that logic doesn't have to be x y and z and like the we say we say things are miracles because we don't understand it right but like eventually it'll be understood it'll be another law that we like or yeah. teach yeah and um some people will accept it some people won't Mm -hmm. but like yeah there's this healer that i know and her daughter is raised like that she's six Mm -hmm. and the magic in her eye and the way she's i mean it's the way a lot of kids see the world but like she's on another fucking level where she can look at you and be like hi i've been here before and so have you and like you're a cosmic (laughs) being and like just spewing these universal truths but like her mom's like just the raddest coolest like shaman modern day shaman and living in new york just so anyway those are the people i look up to just yeah some cool there's cool beings out there and they're there's light no workers short. light workers i think it's real i think like even even if hmm. you say you're cynical and like you say like you have like a darker viewpoint it's just shadow it's just contrast and i i still think like you doing this podcast is as woo woo and like new age as it sounds like I look at like Star Wars and shit, like the light and the dark. Like I see mm. that shit. Like it's real, and this is a part of the light. You know, like having these conversations, and mm. even if it makes people uncomfortable or they're like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Like, <laughs> just just planting that seed yeah. for them, and if they ever have an experience, they can rever- like refer back to some a conversation like this, and they're yeah. like, "Oh yeah, like yeah." this is real or like oh yeah like maybe that bird was my mom or like you know whoever whatever Mm -hmm. like the times like when my grandmother passed away i was seeing bucks young male deer Mm -hmm. and i was like what an odd thing to like see like three in like two days and i have a friend Mm -hmm. who sees owls and barn owls which is like such a specific kind of animal yeah um but then i love it because i think of like harry potter and how we all had like we all they all had mm. like their animal that they spoke to or that communicated with them and mm-hmm. just kind of you know yeah. kept them in that animal kingdom yeah um it's it's that connection of the energy yeah it's or like how people are connected oh there's a horse on this blanket in front of me people are so i'm not connected to horses at all but some people are really connected mm-hmm. to them and so that's also like an example for me of like hmm i'm also just really connected to humans like i think yeah. that's my animal <laughs> yeah um and we are animals yeah yeah no we are we're mammals 100 percent. like mm-hmm. we just have like an extra level of consciousness to us and yeah 
I think that's a huge privilege. Like a lot of people just think like they don't even understand like how privileged you are to be human. Yeah, it's pretty, it's a wild ride. Hang, hang on and just go for it. Hang on for the ride. Hang on. It's like, you don't know. We don't know. And the thing is, if you want to do nothing for your whole life, that's fine too. Like that is just as respectable, I think. Like, I want to see that. I want to see, I I don't know if I've ever seen anybody doing that because I, I see your point. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, what do you want to do? Nothing. Okay. Well, then that's, do it and it, have no shame around it and own it. That's what I want to see you do. <laughs> own it. You stare me straight in the eye and tell me why you deserve to do that. Mm, ooh, yeah. Because, and like, like I said, like everything just comes so easily to us now. So we just feel so entitled all the time. Mm. And I've noticed, like, like I said, when I go to the mountains and it's like, okay, the house is 40 degrees and the only way it's going to get warm is if we put wood in the stove and we get the house warm. So that means we have to go outside and like cut down a tree and like I have to split it and stack it. And like, yeah, it's very primitive and we could buy wood or we could, but, and that's why my partnership with Dylan is really healthy for me because it brings me back down. Yeah. Well, it's important to, especially like you were saying, the privilege, I mean, for fuck's sake, like I get, we have roof over our head. Oh yeah. We have water at our fingers. The temperature is perfectly comfortable in here. Yeah. We got it pretty fucking good. And for me to complain, and that's, that goes into my whole, like, let's assess what's really going, like, if I bitch about something, it shouldn't be, it, it, it's more like, let's change the the definition of me complaining. It's like, well, don't complain, figure out what, observe, observe, see what's, and then have that perspective. Cause it's like somebody else is doing something. They're surviving in much worse conditions yet. They're still being. So what is your excuse for not pushing through your little problem? Yeah. And for me, like last year, I found myself getting so frustrated with people when they were in that complaining state or in Mm. that like, even then I would complain about their complaining or I would complain about their lack of consciousness or I would complain about them not being woke enough or I would Mm -hmm. complain about them eating whatever. And then I'm realizing like you're just perpetuating the complaining and you're just continuing your own misery. That's what I realized. Like Mm -hmm. you're, you're striving for this like happy, exciting life. Make that happy, exciting life now. And start by, when people ask you, how's, how's it going? Don't go, oh, wait, wait till you hear what just happened to me. Yeah. Oh, wait till it, like, oh, I just did this or, oh, I just did that. And, like, it's been really interesting. It's only been about, a, like, literally two weeks of me trying to, like, actively, if I feel myself trying, yeah, going into that gossipy, complainy mm-hmm. place, shifting my perspective. And then, honestly, I think of the person, like, okay, that's me. That person's me. And I know it's, like, it's just a game in my head, but how would I react to myself if I was behaving that way? And so that's kind yeah. of how I show up now. Um, whether a lot of the times it's like, because I'm like, like you said, it's like, I'm like, oh my God, are they really doing that? But now I'm like, okay, like, oh my God. Like, it's just, it's literally mm-hmm. just say it in a different tone and a different perspective. It's like, oh my gosh, they're really doing that. And like, where yeah. do you think that is stemming from? Like that unhealthy of a behavior, like, damn, like what did yeah. they have to go through to get to that place? Yeah. That sucks. And I'm here for you and I will hold space and I will help you as long as like you want it. And if you don't want it, then I got to go because you're way too toxic for me. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not a, yeah, there's no benefit here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, that awareness, awareness of being in this. (laughs) I love how the question you asked me was, what's your superhero? What's your superpower? (laughs) 
yeah. my superpower is taking things yeah really deep really yeah quickly. but that, that's <laughs> hey that is a power that, yeah that's a good thing yeah there's no wrong answers here mm-hmm. and if there is i'll tell it no i'm just okay kidding. yeah you'll you'll bring me back oh <laughs> uh, no that's wrong your opinion is wrong <laughs> you failed yeah <laughs> wrong answer um well savannah i think that's i've got nothing else um what's like give me like a lighthearted, easy quick okay um do you ha- okay so do you have any this usually ties into something um on our music munchies episode, but do you have a favorite song right now that you've been listening to or like a favorite artist that you've been playing? Um, somewhere you, yeah, you're just my, like, my, like yeah. the one that I've like always, I heard it when I was in seventh grade. It, Cause you know, you kind of like erase when your parents music and like whatever's on the radio or whatever bullshit. Yeah. And then I started getting the computer and the first, it stuck with me for over 10 years now is vampire weekend has been like okay. my go-to I know that, I know that name. I just don't I know the band. Feel like they are like they are the soundtrack to my life in a way. Like the way they sound and the way they make their music is how I like feel and view the world. Like really? negative okay. situations don't need to be they don't need to feel as dark as they do. Okay. And that's and that's been really comforting for me like the way they I mean, it's like pop alter- pop alternative is what I would call it. I don't really okay. know. Okay. Um, he, yeah, I'm I'm a very like I I like happy songs. Sitting with like melancholy music is hard for me, um, unless I'm like really in that state of melancholy. But I move through those states fairly quickly. So, um, do you have a specific song I can look up? Everlasting Arms is like my, um. That is, that's me in a song. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to, I'll play it off, off mic, but. Cool. Um, yeah. Cause I know, cause I, man, I gotta be honest. I've heard that name and I was like. It's pretty. Here, here's my judgment up top. I was no, like, give that, it to me. that sounds like emo. Yeah. Um, but I also grew up listening to fucking emo. See, AFI. I, was, like, I couldn't be emo. Like that. Like I'm saying. Like I. <laughs> I can't. I don't. I don't. It's not my zone of expertise to like sit in. I have to work through it. I've always okay. been a worker throughher. Like I. Mm. I don't stagnate easily unless the anxiety is holding me there. Okay. Um. So and and yeah and then I feel like Vampire Weekend is very similar in there. Okay. Like lyrics and. I know they they've been around for a while. Mm-hmm. I feel like they have they've had I a know- couple songs that like really took off and were on like the alternative hit list kind of thing. But um, okay, well I'll I'm gonna listen to that. Yeah, um, they're fun. Vampire- some people like them. I'm sure some people like rolled their eyes because it's a very like white girl thing to say. Yeah, but, but whatever. I've started. <laughs> He's great. Look, I listen to so my shirts. Skeleton Witch is one. <laughs> I listen to very, very heavy, heavy metal. Yeah, which I, is great. I fucking love it. And that's my spirit. Like, yeah. I'm like, people are like, it's so angry. I'm like, it's the opposite. It actually calms me down because it's not anger if you listen. I don't have to explain. But no, but that's that's kind of how I just described this. If yeah. Because it's like, it's, it's a different way to transmute the feeling mm. that you're feeling. So that's right. what, it's music's just a modality to like yeah. further whatever... Mm. I mean, either it can further your healing or it can further your, like, destruction if you just want to, like, keep going down that road of just feeling awful. But if it's transmuting into something, like, 
anger is a better feeling than depression. Like anger is higher up on the emotional it can be scale. Motivation. Yeah. 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 So if you're if you were at a highly depressive state or sad state, and like now you're at an angry state, like great. Like that's a that's a positive, honestly. Um, yeah. Because it's higher up on the literally on the emotional scale mm. of processing. So. Yeah, yeah, I can justify. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you can. I love, but I love my metal, and but at the same time, like we talk about this a lot, or I talk about it a lot of just being, because I'm pretty judgmental about, especially music. Like mm-hmm. that's because I connect with it, and it means like it. It's got it carries a lot of weight. Yeah, and I use it as a, but I've also just been like, my diplomatic way of saying something that I don't like, like somebody plays something they're like hey listen to this and i used to be what do you say what i used to be like oh that fucking sucks man like that's just shitty yeah what's your pc version now my my pc version is just like you know that's just not for me oh it's not for me yeah i don't connect with it yeah yeah i just don't i'm not connecting with it and that's and honestly like that's that's what it is it's just like i don't feel it Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that vibration isn't happening for me. Exactly, it's literally a vibration in your yeah. ears. Do you know Beach House? Yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah. similar-ish. Like that—that's probably my oh, like. Okay. That's when I'm feeling low. I put on Beach House. <laughs> that's my version of like yeah. sad music. Well, that's good shit. But and so I I'm I'm I like to think of myself as pretty eclectic. Mm-hmm. I like very heavy extreme shit, but I also love. Tycho is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love, like, love, love, love. Yeah. I'll fucking sit there and I can med- like, it's meditate like, to that yeah, shit. Yeah, no, like, that's my flow that. state. Yeah. It's so good. Flow state so, music. Or the- hip hop. I fucking love hip hop. I'm from Sacramento and like, okay. I didn't even realize how much I was kind of like raised on it and like, just like those just beats. Like, I who's, can get. Who's your favorite? Who's one like, of your favorites? My. <laughs> Nowadays, I don't fully understand hip hop. It's interesting because I'm like, uh, early to, I mean, like, I love throwback shit, obviously, but like early 2000s, like, I call it for me, it's defined by like homecoming music because it's like <laughs> literally what I would like went to high school. Nelly. Nelly, oh, like the Yin Yang twins. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, my God. fucking That's 50 funny. Cent. Like, yeah. like. That's what I grew Well, yeah, no, yeah. I hear you. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that genre. High school dances. Yeah, it was like I went to a Nelly concert and boy, we were the five white people from Vail, Colorado <laughs> down in Denver. But we were like, we showed up and I was like, this is fucking rough. Yeah. Um, we went to Nelly on Halloween in 2020. Yeah. 2003. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's prime time. Yeah. Prime time Nelly. Um, but I also like it's funny because hip hop now like I have a, I you know whatever uh, it's the whole thing like everybody's eight but it's like I hear some shit and I'm like I like some like I hear Lizzo and that's tight like we always talk about cheese whiz mm-hmm. um, shit you don't tell your friends or your yeah, yeah, yeah exactly your genre friends about but it's like dude I. I hear some Nicki Minaj songs and I'm like, ah, I can get down to that. Oh or Cardi B. And I'm like, that's kind of tight. Okay. These, <laughs> there's this girl named Sweetie. Her name's Sweetie. And then there's another girl group called the City Girls. Okay. And they're they're this new like new wave of, well, they're, I mean, new wave in my opinion. They've probably been around forever. But like female rap, like feminist rap. Mm. And it's fucking dope. Like that's, it's so interesting to now have like, 
Because as a female, it's kind of hard to navigate, like, listening to this shit, like, yeah. getting down to these beats and bopping and stuff. But then you're like, oh, wait, what am I even singing? Like, or what am I even, like, actually talking about? Like, it's, you kind yeah, of have to separate yourself from it. Yeah, there's a little misogyny going yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> and especially, like, early 2000s. But it's fine, like, whatever. But then, like, now these girls are coming in and it's just, like... They're owning it, yeah. The topics they're talking about, it's just, like, fuck. Like, oh, it's just yeah. so fucking fun as a girl to, like, now have That's an cool. outlet to express yourself that way it's just been like really cool but yeah anyway nice alternative and hip-hop <laughs> those are like my two alternative pop i really like pop music which has been like a weird thing for me to admit yeah, but but you know what like you know whatever it's whatever like so bitter bitter critter me goes like oh it's garbage but it's like yeah it's not though it's whatever you like what you like. Some people don't like what you like. Fucking deal with it. Well, I kind of like seeing your reaction, honestly. It's kind of, it's like, it's like fun, you know? Yeah. It, well, that, it's, <laughs> it is fun it's when like, you tell people like, I listen to this and you're like, oh, oh cool. Oh. Yeah. You're like, watch them coil up inside a little. They're like, oh. okay. But it's, but in the end it shouldn't, it shouldn't dictate. Sometimes it does dictate who you are as a person at that moment. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you can't grow. People can always grow, but Sometimes when people say they listen to a certain type of music and that's it, I'm mm-hmm. just like, ah, you're just stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I show you? Yeah. Can I show you a doorway into like... Eh. Anything different, yeah. But it's not my place. Uh-huh. All right. But I'm also like very confident that if I needed to put together a playlist that was like going to fit a group of people i'm like pretty good at like fitting the vibe yeah, of like the group i feel that i'm way not too. gonna just like put on some <laughs> shit i'm not gonna put on taylor swift right now and expect you to like yeah but if i was with like other girls and like watch them freak the fuck out ready play and yeah. like you play like blank space by taylor swift and like i know every girl in here is gonna freak out but that's just because i'm like intuitively yeah on top of it but well then i so, would not play that for you <laughs> So, on your list of things, we'll put Jewelry Maker. Jewelry Maker. Uh, healer. Uh, DJ. DJ. Wow. See, honestly, I feel like everyone... Podcaster, DJ. Everyone our age, or my age, wants to be a DJ, or thinks they have the mm. talent to be a DJ. And I'm just like, like I think I'm just going to let other people do that. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's a very specific... I. If somebody hands me the auxiliary cord, I'm mm-hmm. stoked. I'm like, oh, fuck. Cause, Is like, that a version of DJing? Then I'm a DJ. Sure. Absolutely. Then I'm a DJ. Yeah. Ox, give me the ox. Yeah, at a, at, a, <laughs> at a social gathering, it's like, give me the ox cord. I, there might be two songs that four people don't like, but yeah. it's like general consensus is like I can play music where it's like, yeah, we can yeah. all get along. Exactly. We can all get along. I'm not going to throw any curveballs. I'm not going to play like just grindcore death mm-hmm. metal. Uh, maybe one song for like 30 seconds yeah. and just see people's reaction and be like, okay. Yeah. I see one dude over there really, mm-hmm. or one gal over there really appreciate it. <laughs> Local DJs though, DJ Fellyfell, she's, I think she maybe is in her last year at Cal Poly. I found her, do you, do you remember when Metro, I didn't go, I don't go downtown like hardly ever, but do you know Metro or like it was Metro? It was like Underground Brewing Company. Mm, it's I don't. It's over off Broad. Um, hmm. It's it has the downstairs. You have to like walk downstairs, and it has like this down. Anyway, I don't think I've ever been there. Whatever club, uh, the Cal Poly radio station was doing um, shows. 
really like underground techno like dance like club kind of shows and hmm. um super like on the down low and i would just go by myself because that's like one of my favorite things just like if i i just want to dance and i don't yeah. want to fucking look at you or talk to you <laughs> like don't try and interact with me just let me yeah get down yeah and so i just happened divine timing like happened to stumble in with this girl she's 18 and she just fucking middle fingers to the crowd just like every guy that Whoa. would try to talk to her she's like get the fuck out of my face yeah, like i'm doing my shit let me do it huh. but she was 18 and just like it was so good and so now watching her like she's local so i've like been able to go to shows and like build a relationship with her has been really fun not like i don't personally have a relationship with her but just like musically has been you know what to expect yeah that's kind of fun but like that's what i'm saying is like she's she she's honed in on the craft of being a dj so i'm more i would rather just like support her and like show up for her and right again treat her as my mirror like how would i want to be treated like that's how i'm going to treat her and then like Let's just like make her grow. Let's make her fucking blow up because I don't need yeah. to be a DJ. <laughs> yeah. I have other things. That's the other thing. We have finite time and energy. So like, yeah. where, where am I going to put it? Yeah. Where's your channel? Where's your... I want to be a podcaster. I don't want to be a DJ. <laughs> yeah. But I want to, you know, fucking dance as much as I can at the same time. Yeah. There's... And that's okay. It's all... It's all encompassing. It's all loud and it's all encompassing. Yeah. Um... Are you exhausted yet? No, I'm fine. <laughs> We're at two hours. We're at two hours? Yeah, okay. two hours, 20 minutes. We got to cut it. We got, yeah, we, we can cut. Um, I mean, how long do these usually go for? <clears throat> I think the longest we ever did was three okay. hours, 45. Um, I'm feeling good. Okay. I'm feeling good about wrapping up if yeah, you are. I, yeah. Um, I feel like music is a good. Yeah, that's a good positive. ender. And yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, uh, we got some recommendations. Go revisit nelly for sure yeah go back to like those throwbacks from at least i mean whatever age you were in during like the early 2000s the hip-hop There's some i good can't stuff. even like think of the artists that i'm like really wanting to hone in on i also did like a lot of um like it's like the songs that you would play during like basketball warm-ups because like yeah. i like what would you listen to while you're doing like layups? Because like I was, I did like basketball in high school mm, and swimming yeah, we and did, stuff. Yeah. Oh shit. You know, like that, That's like funny. warm up music. Yeah, like yeah. I'd get down to warm up music. <laughs> or uh, like drum lines. I love drum lines. So like beats. Did you love drum line with Nick mm-hmm. Cannon? Oh, is that a uh, was movie? that a movie? Yeah. I probably, I not, no comment. I need to review that movie to Nick Cannon. That just like yeah. I Sorry. don't know. Curveball. Um, it's not a. Uh, yeah, just watch it and see what you think. Okay, what um, what's your pop lock and drop? It is what I was listening to on the way here. By the way, pop lock and drop. I don't know if I know that. Oh. Um, I just remember like. No, there's some fun shit out there. Like, uh, God, who, this. Oh fuck, this is how old I am. Who's that young fella <laughs> who yelled all the time? What? Literally. Uh, what was his name? What? Uh, Little John. Little John. Little John. So Ludacris. Oh yeah. Dude, Ludacris, like Luda, Nelly. Mm. Oh, DMX. Bubba Sparks. (laughs) Oh my God. One song. I'd say one song. But uh, DMX was a big, big one for me in high school. DMX, uh, Busta Rhymes. Oh yeah. And then before the first hip hop I ever like true. Well, I, I guess you could call MC Hammer. Um, 
But I remember like Wu Tang Clan was like. Oh yeah. I got into them when I was in like a freshman in high school. I was like, oh, Wu Tang's pretty tight. Yeah. And then on the opposite end, I was like, Pantera is pretty rad too. Like, I, had that. I don't even know what that is. It's heavy metal. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. But then I also was like, hey, Beethoven's and Mozart's exactly. pretty tight. Yeah. I got lucky. My parents were had good taste in music. Yeah. And my brothers. We were educated. Yeah. yeah. And my both my older brothers were like throwing me like Tad would throw me here's some punk rock you should listen to and Tim would be like here's some metal and other stuff and then my dad would be like here's some fucking cool guitarist and like yeah. old school like James Gang and my mom was like yeah here's Black Sabbath and the and Who. I, wow that's so was like, great I was not raised like that I was like here's your Britney Spears here's your <laughs> Hillary Duff here's your NSYNC here's your Hillary which is Duff. what I wanted to listen to because yeah, yeah. I was vibing with that shit but like it's Spice Girls like I was raised on pop culture, man. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, but you know what? It, it, Hence why I resonate with Taylor Swift. <laughs> I, you know, not I, now, I, but I, I did when I was fifteen. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's hard for me to talk shit about certain because it's just like I've never. Li- I'm. I know some songs of hers that I'm like, nah. But then I hear other songs. I'm like, okay, that's fine. It's like if she's got a big enough catalog, I think too, where it's not like. I can't sit there and just be like, nah, I don't like her it, newer stuff. I just don't know enough about her or her, like, yeah. I don't know. I know some, I know one song where I'm like, I don't want to hear that song. But also, I wouldn't expect you to like her or relate to ever, her. Ever, ever, never again. Getting get, bad. That's the one I just that's had. Really, <laughs> that's really bad in my ears. Oh, I get it. Like, it, I hear it, I'm just like, I don't know. But then I hear another song, I'm like, oh, that's catchy, okay. So yeah. it's not, at least she's got. As in my little, and really, it doesn't matter. She's got millions of dollars. Exactly. And my little opinion doesn't matter. She's doing her thing. You're not it's her like, demographic either, <laughs> so she doesn't give a fuck what you think. That's right, a hundred percent. And she's that's, like, "What do the twelve-year-olds think?" <laughs> yeah. Hey, what does whose the parents <laughs> are gonna buy all my shit? Literally, that's what she cares about. That's right. And, and getting her song stuck in your head. It's yeah, the earworm. And it worked when I was little or younger. Yeah, and, and it still worm. works. Like pop. Pop works for whatever reason. It and who cares? I don't. I I stopped. I'm. I haven't stopped completely. But I'm trying to back off the whole like judgment thing. Like yeah, makes you happy. Cool. I've got. I don't have to listen to it. That's mm-hmm. the beauty. The, choice. The choice yeah. of like. I don't have to listen to that. Active one more activation vibration. Her name is her name is activation on Spotify. Okay. And this is like a newer genre that i've really been into but it's like spiritual spiritual beats but it's like not not your granola crunchy like <laughs> like you know yeah stuff you can't but it has like dope beats that i would like again get down to but at the same time she's talking in like sanskrit and you oh wow and but she's cool. fucking dope so i don't know i listen to all kinds of shit i like that um Black uh, Blue Sky Black Death is really good instrumental hip hop. Ooh, I would say it's, it's a lot of their like there's it's what was it's, it? Uh, Blue Sky Black Death. Or oh, wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, Blue Sky Black Death, right? Cool. Yeah, I found them. Okay. Yeah, they're they're awesome. Um, 
Well, Savannah, let's let's. We'll end it. it there. Yeah, we'll we end keep it going. Here. I know, right? We're at two and a half hours. Boom, we did it. Shit. Thank you for being here. Okay, that's People it. listening, and, and I'll promote it on the uh, little taglines as well. Anahataray.com is your website for yeah. jewelry stuff. Um, if you use the coupon code podcast, you okay. get 25% off. Oh, hell yeah. So I'm going to plug that right now. Do it. Yeah. Plug. Um, and I'll plug that as Podcast, well. Podcast, all capitals, 25% okay. off on hotterray.com. And then Authentic Souls Podcast. Mm-hmm. On, you're on iTunes. What else? And Spotify. And Spotify. Yeah. That's right. If yeah. you find me on Instagram, I have all my things. All so your links are on my there. My Instagram is Lady Sav. Okay. Lady.sav. And then At in in lady. my bio, it has like on Ray. It has Sweetie okay. Studios. And it has Authentic Soul Podcast. So Okay. Everybody go seek it out and go. Go find me. Go yeah. find her. Follow and me and be my friend. <laughs> do it. Do it. I dare you. Um, well, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This is fun. All right. Like therapy. Oh, therapy. <laughs> but the best therapy I've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Yeah. I feel good. It feels All right. good. Cheers, everybody. Bye. Bye.